0: presented by AT&T connecting changes everything
4: you're listening to Fox Sports Radio, Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
5: Well, there was an interesting move made in the National Football League. I know people are telling you what it means, but we will tell you what it really means coming up here in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, no matter where you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate you hanging out with us. We know it's still a difficult time for a lot of people out there, but if we can hang out with you... Crack a few jokes for the next three hours and get your mind off things. We absolutely hope to do that from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, my man, Brady Quinn.
4: Jonas, are you going to tell our audience, okay, some of the life-changing things that have happened in your life within the past week or so? I mean, you've become a TV star there in the LA market can you talk about that a little bit
5: uh, I actually don't think it's much of uh, much to talk about its uh, I, I was I'm fortunate uh, Fred Rogan the Dean right. of LA sports uh, one of the really good guys uh, will occasionally let me come on and be a guest on his show uh, that he does every so often and so I go on there I, I I'm, I'm trying to get better at it I'm not very good and I, I reach out to guys like you or professionals in the television world to ask me how I did and you usually tell me well why don't you not look like a uh, like Dracula uh when you're on there wow. so i decided
4: or, 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 you know, or one of the villains from superman which is usually my go-to because that's who you remind me of just I, with the facial hair the slick back black hair
5: i feel like our audience relates more to dracula not really comic books you know what i mean like i feel like that's our really? audience
4: really yeah. so a fictional character as opposed to a fictional comic book that at least they've made movies about i mean i guess you could say they made a dracula movie when's the last time that came out i mean hey, was it what was val Kilmer dracula like 20 years ago
5: and let me tell you something uh, do you think more people have heard of rocky or canelo you know what I mean? <laughs> Fictional characters. All right? Like, this is what it's all about. And Canelo's one, a world-class now, fighter.
4: Now that I think about it, too, I think I was a vampire this past uh, Halloween. <laughs>
5: so, <laughs> Were you really? I'm
4: being a complete hypocrite right now. You, you know what's uh, so messed
5: it, up about being a vampire for Halloween? You remember those plastic teeth you could get at a Halloween store when you put them yeah, in? I don't yeah, know about somewhere you. Somewhere in
4: my mouth this past Halloween. Like, yeah.
5: Okay. It, it always cut up, the, like, my mouth. Like, it never fit right. Now, that's because I, I was a t- – I mean, it looked like, um, you know, my tongue was in jail. I had gap teeth, they were all over the place I had baby teeth that weren't growing in I, It was a terrible look So I tried to fit Dracula teeth in And they were perfectly aligned And I'd always end up cutting up my mouth So there would be real blood, I didn't
4: need the makeup I have a buddy named Ray Ray showed up this Halloween Because we actually ended up going to a Halloween party Remember, life before COVID Life before stay at home, stay <laughs> safe um, We went to a Halloween party And uh, he was also A vampire And I asked him, I said, man, your teeth look so real. Where'd you get those? He goes... Oh no, that—that's that, just my real teeth. He—he he has like fangs, like he's oh, yeah. like Rin Tin Tin, the canine cop. It's it, unbelievable his it, canines, there, unbelievable.
5: There are some of those weirdos uh, who just hang out all day at Hot Topic. Again, when <laughs> when we didn't have COVID, um, there's by the way, I would kill well, to walk I into a Hot Topic.
4: I would bet Hot Topic looks very similar right now as opposed to yeah, back yeah, before yeah, the quarantine. Yeah, you got
5: people dangling from the ceilings like bats. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I. So there are people that actually get their teeth filed down to look like vampire teeth. Like that's the go-to. That's, that's, a, real yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. Wow. Believe it or not. Wow.
4: Um, so anyway, kudos to you. Uh, you have sent me some of your takes. You continually get better and you're dressing better. You don't seem as intense. You don't seem as scary. You don't look like a vampire yeah. anymore or a villain for that matter. So I'm happy for you, man. Congratulations. Round of applause if we, yeah. if we have that. I don't we know if our studio, studio band. Audience. Yeah, they're, do they're we six have feet
5: apart. Six feet apart, That's uh, the true. studio audience. Everybody is six feet apart. Uh, just picture a Cincinnati Bengals game normally. Uh, not a lot of people in studio, but six feet apart no matter what. And, uh, and yeah, and, and I didn't use hair product this time either, Brady Quinn. How about that? No hair product. No hair product for this guy. On TV, what do you think
4: about that? I don't even that? know what that looks
5: like. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, what well, didn't look good? I can tell you that. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, it- are we on the air yet? By the way, uh, Bobo, are we You on know the
4: what air? else didn't look good? It didn't look good. Something happened this week, and it didn't look good for a quarterback who's supposed to be getting paid right now.
5: Okay, here's this is going to be an interesting conversation because I I I understand why the why this is happening and this narrative is going in that direction, but I don't read as much into it as a lot of people. The the Dallas Cowboys make a move, back up quarterback. They sign Andy Dalton to a one-year, three million dollar deal, and if I'm not mistaken, incentives playing time all of that it could escalate to a seven million dollar deal but a one-year deal for andy dalton who goes back home to texas where he's originally from leaving the cincinnati Bengals. so now he's going to be presumably dak prescott's backup if you're dak prescott how concerned are you by the move of andy
4: dalton so i would look at it this way You know, we can talk and say, well, this has nothing to do with the negotiations between the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. And a lot of the people have said that and a lot of people who have reported that they've done a really good job of echoing exactly what the Dallas Cowboys have wanted them to put out there so that they don't upset Dak Prescott and his and his group. But here's the reality. Do you not think that maybe just maybe um, Marcus Mariota was concerned when Ryan Tannenhill? Signed last year, and even though Mariota was being paid more, which Dak will be getting paid more this year, whether it's under the franchise tag or a longer-term deal. But don't you feel like maybe he was looking over his shoulder, saying, "You know, this Ryan Tannenhill guy has done more in his career than I have so far." Don't yeah. don't don't you think there was maybe some of that thought process going on?
5: Yeah, of course. Uh, I think I think Marcus Mariota recognized it. I think he heard enough. And you played quarterback in the league. You, like everybody says, yeah, we don't pay any attention to the noise. Don't you guys hear the noise though? Like, don't you? you hear you, the Of course
4: you do. Like anyone who says that now, like, oh no, dude, do, do I block it out. No, impossible. You're lying. If you if you are saying that, you're not telling the truth because it is impossible now. I think these young men who have grown up in a day and age where they went through high school, social media, and Twitter, and all these other things. They hear and they see it all and they and they look at it two ways: they either thrive off of it or they allow it to control their image and their mindset of of how they 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 feel about themselves and what they think people think of them and I think it hurts them or it helps them one or two ways so so that's the different scenario guys are in, but the reality is if you had a guy who's been in more pro Bowls. Been to the playoffs more often. Now, granted, he doesn't want a playoff game, but I don't know that I always necessarily put that on Andy Dalton. I don't. Is, is one of six quarterbacks to throw, what is it, over 200 touchdown passes – over how, how many yards has Andy Dalton thrown for in his career? You, you want to know a fact about, about
5: fact about Andy Dalton? that His time in Cincinnati, that stretch where they went to the playoffs five years in a row and I think six of seven, that's the most successful era of Cincinnati Bengal football. And I don't want to hear about the Super Bowl years because there were dog years mixed in between those. The most successful run of Cincinnati Bengal football was when Andy Dalton was the quarterback. That's a fact. You can't even dispute it.
4: And it's not even close. And I think you go you go back to some of those games and you look at how he was playing. He, to me, was never the issue. Say whatever you want about how he performed in those playoff games. I'm not putting it on him. He had a really bad performance his first one. And then everyone wants to throw it on him. When Meanwhile, when you go back and kind of watch, he didn't have a ton of help. No. His defense didn't help him out. The offense didn't help him out with much of a running game especially the the third time they went back in 2013. But it's neither here nor there. The point is, if you bring in a guy like that, yes, you can say, oh, well, we're bringing him in to add some depth because we feel really good about our roster and our team and we may need to use our backup. That is true. And if you look at the contract that's set up, look, he played at TCU. It looks like a very well-paid backup quarterback. But still, you, you can't tell me That if Dak gets off to a slow start, if he's not a part of the offseason, whatever offseason we have, because he's trying to push the envelope of getting this long-term deal before the franchise tag deadline hits, you can't tell me that they're not going to look potentially at Andy Dalton and say, look, this guy's really experienced. I bet he could come in and play really well with this group out around him. Because a lot of quarterbacks would want to play with that offensive line, with those guys to throw to now on the outside, and then hand the football off to Zeke Elliott, and especially with a defense too that's improved. So I, I just I look at it and I say, we can say that, yeah, the Cowboys are, are trying to make sure they put the messaging out, this doesn't influence Dak, this doesn't influence the, the, the negotiations. Sure, it might not. But there's no doubt it influences Dak's mindset. And and in some part of him, he's thinking, especially when he gets out there and practice, and especially when he sees them them throw, he's going to be saying, this is the next closest thing to a starting quarterback that's been on our roster since Tony Romo. I haven't seen a guy come in here that I thought, if I got hurt, he could come and replace me and take my job. This guy can. There has not been that sort of player on this roster since Dak took over for Tony Romo.
5: Yeah, and, and I actually, in just thinking about this, now that you talk about Andy Dalton and his effectiveness, if Andy Dalton, and he was he was upset with the Cincinnati Bengals for not releasing him earlier or making the move earlier because he felt like the starting options just weren't available to him. So if, if we're going back at clean slate, all of the quarterbacks that were on the open market this offseason, how many of those quarterbacks would you put ahead of Andy Dalton? None of but, them. Yeah, okay, and that's, no, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's the safest pick of all those quarterbacks. Cam Newton's got injury concerns. Jameis Winston's got turnover problems. Um, I mean, the Tom Brady stuff, that that felt like that was in, in another ballpark altogether. But Andy Dalton felt like the safest, most sturdy pickup. I actually think he's safer and more sturdy than, than Nick Foles. I, I really do. I think it's the, the safest pickup. And the fact that he went to Dallas is curious. I don't... Do you think at any, any part of the Cowboys, do you think any part of them decided on a guy like Andy Dalton to speed up negotiations or help in the conversation? Because you and I talked about that last week. What if Cam Newton was brought in as a backup? That guy's got a personality and an aura altogether that that threat is real. Do you think there was any sort of that motive from Dallas and, and their approach going into this and trying to bring in Andy Dalton to sort of speed up the negotiations with Dak?
4: I don't know that it's going to speed it up at all because the deadline to come to a long-term agreement that's coming up, what, I think, what, June 15th, July 15th, something like that, um, the 15th sticks out in my mind, but yeah. that, that's the deadline that matters. I actually think signing uh, Andy to this contract provides more clarity for how much is going to be there underneath the cap this year for Dak Prescott. So it actually helps because they did need a backup. No matter how you looked at it, they didn't have a backup on this roster. So whether it was Cam or Andy or whatever the guy they wanted to sign, they needed to sign someone who had some experience and could help them win football games if Dak gets hurt. Look, knock on wood, he's been healthy and he's been able to make through it, but you never know. It only takes one freak accident or something to happen. So I I, I don't know that it, it mattered so much to speed up the negotiations. I just think it sent a message to Dak. That, look, this guy is willing to come here, take less money, who's been really successful in this league. He wants to come play for the Dallas Cowboys, and he's doing it for less. Granted, as a backup, but you better believe if something happened to you, we would feel really confident about putting Andy Dalton in a football game and helping us go to the playoffs and helping us try to win a football game. So I don't know that it speeds it up. I do think it creates some clarity, and I do think it kind of puts it all out on the table for Dak. Like, hey, man, if you if you want to take off these Zoom meetings in the off season and you don't want to be a part of it because we've got a new head coach, we might be tweaking some things. That's fine. We're going to bring in a guy who's a proven starter too, and Andy Dalton. And you know, he's we're going to get some practice time at some point. And if you're not here for that, so be it. We're going to get a chance to look at what Andy Dalton looks like within this offense.
5: Yeah, I, uh, I I'm wondering what that off season is going to look like. How much of those conversations are going to happen? Here's one other thing that I that I also saw, um, and I don't know who it was. Uh, I wish I would have marked it, but somebody sort of made the point that Andy Dalton was kind of giving up on the opportunity to be a starter elsewhere, that Andy Dalton, that this was a bad move. And I forget who it was that sent this out. And I saw a couple other people sort of agree with the idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with Andy Dalton at this point in his career saying, if I'm going to be a backup, why the hell not at least go home and be a backup in Dallas with who knows if there's an opportunity to play because he can just hit the open market again next year. If if Jacksonville wasn't available, there's not a lot of places... And opportunities for you to go back home and, and, and be a Dallas Cowboy, even if it's a backup role, I think that carries a lot more gravitas than it does somewhere else. I think there's, there's more to decisions why guys go and, and, and take jobs in the NFL as opposed to can you play or who offers the most money. If it's an opportunity to go home and it's the Cowboys, I have no issue with them taking the job at all.
4: By the way, tell me a more talented team where if you do get a chance to go in and play, what's going to be a better scenario? going with a team with, I think, the New England Patriots, they're kind of in rebuild mode. Like, we don't know what that team's doing. Yeah, Jacksonville is the other opportunity. Do you think Doug Marone is going to be around after this year if things don't get off to a good start? I mean, yeah, Jay, I he he has familiarity with the offense with Jay Gruden, but if you look at how they drafted, they they drafted to replace the defense, not necessarily to help out the offense. You don't even know if Leonard Fournette's going to be in the backfield when the season comes around. And that offensive line needs work. I would actually say this is a great situation for Andy Dalton to potentially come in for Dak if either it's poor play or depending on how things work out, the contract, or if he gets hurt and then see what Andy Dalton can do within the system. And again, like I said before, I think he could actually do a lot of good things and he's athletic enough to incorporate some of the quarterback run stuff that Dak's done before. You can do that with Andy as well. I mean, again, I hate to go back and keep talking about this, but Andy's a really accomplished guy, whether it's from you know college football to looking at historically what he did with the Bengals, he, he's he's coming in with a lot of credibility, and I'm sure there's some part in Dak's mind who when he gets out there and watches Andy throw and he sees how he stacks up, he's going to be feeling more pressure. He's going to be feeling more of that competition. I don't care what the numbers of the contracts say right now
5: that guy's brady quinn i'm jonas Knox. this is fox sports radio you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app we're going to take you all the way up until 8 p.m pacific time 11 p.m eastern time here on fox sports radio all right coming up next there is there were some comments made uh, to brady quinn about a quarterback situation in the nfl and they are very very interesting find out what it is next here on fsr
3: this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen
5: That guy right over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show on the I Radio app. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I want to see if uh, Brady Quinn is one of these people that's being fooled by the magic trick. There's a magic trick being played, Brady Quinn. I don't know if you know that or not, by, uh, by somebody putting on a, a quote-unquote documentary, and I'm just curious to see if
4: you're one mm, of those people. I love where yeah. this is going. That. I love where this is going, and I <laughs> into magic, by the way. Like, kind of in a freaky way into it, but I'm definitely into magic, if you know what I mean. Are you really? Yeah, I love yeah. magic. Are you kidding yeah.
5: me? Yeah, magic's fun, man. Magic, uh, I, I'm terrible at it. It's all about like sleight of hand and stuff like. I still can't figure out how they cut the woman uh, into three pieces when they put her in the box. How does that yeah. happen? Like they put no, the. Well,
4: it's it's uh, usually a contortionist is, is how it starts off, right? You got to find someone who's flexible can really put themselves in small places. Interesting. You you know something about that? And yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so you got to find that person Never first. Never leave the house. Putting <laughs> putting themselves in <laughs> small places, and and then they've got to be able to obviously kind of get, go forward with the acting right you, you got to be able to sell it, it's all about the sell job right it's all about being able to act like you're actually getting your body cut into three different pieces and then being able to put it, put it back together again so it's it, 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 there's a number of different things you have to encompass but i think the most important part is just being able to, to you know put yourself or stuff yourself in a really small hole you know a really small small box
5: you guys get that in the back f lead you get that f8 I Listen, I paused there long enough that that should be a clean cut that we can play back in a blooper reel later on this year. All right. I'm just, I'm just, uh, a let's blooper, go live. Really?
4: What are you talking about? I mean, that was, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain <laughs> magic to you. <laughs> okay, Again, okay. This, these are things you should know all about. All
5: right. Listen, I, I, uh, fair enough. That's, uh, that's how it works. Uh, all right. So we did, we did get that. And that will be played on a loop here on Fox Sports Radio, I'm sure at some point rather, uh, rather soon. Uh, Brady Quinn, before we get to this, uh, interesting, uh, quarterback drama in the NFL, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico. And although we're apart these days, we are sharing more. And Geico sharing more too with Geico give back a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Go to geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. Brett Favre. Who would have thought all those years ago when there was drama that Brett Favre would serve as the mouthpiece for Aaron Rodgers uh, in the media following the Packers drafting of Jordan Love and trading up a few spots to do so? But Brett Favre, Brady Quinn, had some very, very interesting things to say about uh, Aaron Rodgers' future. And and he doesn't think Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career there. And they burned a bridge and so on and so forth. Uh, the comments from Brett Favre to you uh, said what, Brady Quinn?
4: Well, I spoke with Brett this past week and uh, he continued to elaborate just on his general thoughts and feelings. I, I honestly don't know that this is so much him being a mouthpiece for Aaron. I think he's explaining some of the frustration that he sees having gone through it himself and probably not wanting to see someone else go through it again or probably even looking at Aaron and saying, gosh, man, this team is in a position to try to go win a Super Bowl they were a game away last year, and this is what you do? And one of the questions that I asked him when we were you know, talking back and forth was, if they would have taken wide receivers after Jordan Love, would you have viewed it differently? He said, yeah, but they didn't. And, and that, that was more of the issue. I think that was the writing <laughs> on the wall of saying, not only are we getting the guy to replace you, we're not even getting anyone to really help you. <laughs> that's how That's how this all looked. And so from that standpoint, that's where I think – when Brett talked about just you know Aaron really looking at else you know other places now, I think what he was pointing to was I don't know that Aaron's ever pushed that envelope or really wanted to be anywhere else. I think he's always wanted to be the Green Bay Packers quarterback once he took over. But now I think it's real. Now I think with four years left on his deal, he knows he's not finishing that in Green Bay. I think they had to make this move as well in order for him to appease some of the language within his contract to then allow them to be, him to, to be traded or for them to release him at some point in the future. I mean, if all that's going to happen, I think it's going to happen in probably the next year or two. Okay, But then- I think that reality of playing for another team now, it, it wasn't just maybe a thought. I think it's on his mind, and I think it's obviously on the team's mind as well.
5: Okay, you're you're better at this than, than obviously me and, and anybody I've heard as far as breaking this down into a way that people can understand. So when you say appease him and because of the language in the contract, what about the contract lets you know that 2022 he may not be the quarterback in Green Bay? and that was minus. He's got no
4: trade clause. I got mean, it. so he, he's got to be able to waive that. I mean, if they want to trade him, if they want to work on a trade, he would potentially have to come to the team and say, look – you know, you guys have to get permission from me. Let's rework this contract. I want to be somewhere else. So I'll waive it if you allow me to, ha- to pick which team I go to. Now, they're going to say kick rocks because no team wants to then be in control over you controlling the market where you go. Even though they're going to get a ton of compensation for Aaron Rodgers, what happens if he would have pick the Minnesota Vikings, right? Like there's no way they're going to let him do that. So for that reason, I think it, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing works out. It may just be where he gets outright released, um, but they would have to talk to him about it. Um, when you look at, you know, what's reportedly in his contract, he would have to be a part of those conversations in order for it to happen. The other side of it is you took you traded up to take Jordan Love in the first round, right? We talked about this before. Like Aaron Rodgers fell to the Packers, a little different scenario. They traded up to get a guy that wasn't viewed as potentially the number one overall quarterback or player like Aaron was. They traded up to take a guy who was at best maybe the third quarterback in this draft class, and the problem is, is in today's NFL, that guy ain't sitting for three three years, no. three or four years. He's playing, and so if that's the, if, if that if that's what's going to happen, and he's coming in at some point, it's going to be due to injury. It's not because he's going to you know beat out Aaron Rodgers. So that's where I think the Packers are in a tough spot. I think Brian Gutenkunst and Matt Lafleur have really put themselves in a position where. If Aaron moves on and this thing doesn't work out, that rug is getting ripped from out underneath them. But because of the way the organization is structured, Jonas, it's so different. It's so different. Mark Murphy acts as the owner. But remember, you know, they're owned by a bunch of different stakeholders, right? And so they operate different. They don't make as, as too many knee-jerk reactions or quick decisions. But this could be one that I think sets the organization back for a long time.
5: Yeah, it's um, and I was talking, uh, Mike Heltler, who does radio, and he's done radio a long time, and he's uh, been a host here at Fox Sports Radio, but he does radio in Wisconsin for a long time, and I was talking with him last week, and he told me, he's on Knowing Aaron's personality, he is the type of guy who would say, oh, you don't want me anymore? And he would go sign with the Bears or the Vikings or maybe the Lions, depending on where they're at. Like, he would be one of those guys that would be out for revenge on Green Bay.
4: Like, he does not put it past him. So mm, I, I would say Aaron Rodgers holds a grudge better than anyone else, uh, maybe other than Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady's number one, then Aaron Rodgers is number two. Uh, that's how the list goes. So, yeah, I'm going to put those two up, right up there, and I'm sure he would be... He's Look, that that relationship, whatever we heard last year where him and Matt LaFleur were good and that whole thing, if there were any little fractures, like any little things where you're like, ah, it's kind of a pet peeve, or oh, that kind of bothers me a little bit, right? those have now become like the grand canyon okay like they 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 are going to be so far apart this is going to be business only and that is it no small talk don't talk to me about other crap don't ask me how i'm doing this is going to be an awkward 365 days Whenever this thing comes back around.
5: What jumped out to me, and and I know we have to get to Steve Desager to find out uh, what else is going on in the world of sports. But what jumped out to me was the fact that upon firing Mike McCarthy, they didn't even talk to Aaron Rodgers about bringing in Matt LaFleur like if i were aaron rodgers i know this was an eye opening moment that to me would have felt like a little bit of an eye opening moment like i don't have any say in this hire like you're not not going to run it by me at all and, and i've been the guy here haven't you know going through these tough times us not making the playoffs consecutive years like that to me is when the uh, a red light should have gone off in his head that okay maybe things are changing around here like that that's that's where i think i would have probably probably identified that there was an issue
4: Um, I mean, the fact that they didn't even again address it and say, Hey, we're potentially looking at taking a quarterback, and you can say, Well, that's not his business, you know, like an organization is not going to tell him that. Well, they did with Carson Wentz in Philly, yeah, you know. And the funny thing is, Doug Peterson was in Green Bay, right? Like, he was with Mike Holmgren, like, he kind of knows how all that kind of stuff goes down. Um, and that wasn't obviously how they handled it in Green Bay, and again, different because. You know, with, with Brett, you know, and from talking with them, they didn't they didn't tell him beforehand, but they also didn't know Aaron was going to drop to them, and that's where it's different. The Packers traded up to take him, and so they knew if he got to a certain point, they were going to make a move, and that's the difference is not even making him aware of it. And then again, I think what makes it worse because because if they would have taken Jordan Love and then drafted two wide receivers afterwards, I don't know that we're having this conversation. They didn't do that. They didn't take a wide receiver the entire draft. And that really becomes the writing on the wall. Like That's where they've kind of, to me, sent a message like, no, you've got to deal with what we've got and the direction that we're going and how we're kind of rebuilding. Because it does feel like from last year's offense, the rushing attempts, the way they tried to you know, run their offense, and getting A.J. Dillon and getting all these interior offensive linemen, uh, as well as a guy who's kind of viewed as that off-the-ball, tight-end fullback... You're now looking at a team that wants to run the football. I just don't understand how that gets you within one game of the Super Bowl next year uh, like they were last year. I think that puts them further behind.
5: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, there's a magic trick being played on, on on probably most of you. We will tell you what that is here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in the extremely talented Steven Desager.
7: Good evening, gentlemen. I looked up that 2005 NFL draft. Man, that's been a while. When Once Alex Smith went number one overall quarterback, there was no QB taken until Green Bay at number 24 overall, and then Jason Campbell at number 25 overall, Redskins, and then no quarterbacks taken until the third round, Charlie Fry and Andrew Walter. That was 2005 draft. Jeez. There is a quarterback, by the way, that's still out there as a free agent now that Andy Dalton is taken, and that's quarterback Cam Newton. There was a reporter from The Athletic who tweeted today that I've had this discussion, he said, with someone last week that there's no way Cam Newton signs with anyone as a backup. Just continue to rehab, wait for travel and strict uh, restrictions to be lifted so teams can examine him in person. And worst case, he waits until a starter gets hurt this year. Well, Fox 46 tweeted back, a lot of reports are taking that out of context, as if Cam Newton will not sign as a backup. That's the reporter's opinion. He doesn't think Cam signs anywhere as a backup, end quote. Also on the list of available free agents, pass rushers Jadavion Clowney, Everson Griffin, also running backs Carlos Hyde and Devontae Freeman. Tackle Jason Peters is out there, tight end Delaney Walker and others too. The NFL will release its full schedule late this week, and the league could go without international games this year, according to a report in the U.K. No games in London would mean Jacksonville, Miami, and Atlanta would have eight games in their home stadiums, assuming no other changes. The NFL's Hall of Fame game to open the exhibition season is scheduled for August the 6th. Baseball's Hall of Fame has already canceled its big weekend, which was going to be in late July. The Chiefs agreed to terms with undrafted quarterback Shea Patterson from Michigan. Tampa Bay resigned tackle Josh Wells. The NFL deadline for teams to decide on fifth-year contract options is tomorrow. Next Sunday on Fox TV, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, 2002 New England versus the Rams. Today, Fox showed the NFC title game from 1996, Brett Favre and the Packers at Dallas. By the way, Thursday night on FS1, a Packers game at the Giants from 2002. And another virtual NASCAR win for William Byron. That's his third in four races. And as far as what we mentioned last Sunday night, Danny Hamlin, how did he do this week? He had his race ruined last week when his daughter accidentally turned his screen off she was holding the remote (laughs) control while he was competing and then quickly left the room when she realized what she'd done well hamlin made sure to hide all the remotes before today's race but the ap report says there was an incident during today's video race with another nascar driver who then seemed to deliberately wreck Hamlin in retaliation. So that's how his day ended. Only one more of these virtual races left because they're going back to real racing yeah. without fans but in two weeks yeah. on Fox TV on the 17th. Back to you.
5: Good. Slowly but surely, we, the UFC's putting on three events uh, in, in the matter of a week, Brady Quinn. Slowly but surely, I think sports are slowly starting to come back. You know.
4: They're yeah, you actually down here in Florida with the exception of where I live, yeah, uh, they're starting things back up tomorrow. They're starting phase one implementing a lot of the stuff that's going on i'm not sure if you saw a uh, twitter post provided by clay travis but uh he did point out that the governor in florida ron desantis they've done a great job the healthcare system all the first responders everyone else who's been a part of um handling covid 19 they've done a tremendous job and they feel like they've put in the the proper protocols to be safe and all that Uh, with the exception of a few counties that have been hit the hardest but the rest of the state will be backing up and operating, which is surprising because Peter King... Did not seem to agree with uh, with that and the job that that Ron DeSantis has done. Uh, so if you want a fun laugh, go to Clay Travis's uh, Twitter account to check that
5: out. I mean, it's just here's the problem. Even if you show something positive or you try and put a smile on somebody's face and 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 point to something that says, "Hey, you know, we're doing really well." There's somebody right around the corner uh, with 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 the the torches and and you know the, the bad news and the doom and gloom and they've got the grim reaper there it's like man we're just trying to find some sort of positivity like I don't want to swim in the mud of negative constantly and if we see positivity and growth and, and sort of a light at the end of the tunnel there's nothing wrong with talking about it but if you do that you're considered being obtuse and what it just I, I don't Ooh,
4: obtuse good good yeah. word choice see look at what TV's doing to you um, here's yeah, the like other that? thing I, I would my say vote, my vocabulary is growing. growing it is <laughs> (laughs) Amongst, well, at least some things are. Um, (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Tell me about it. At least, at, at least, oh, though, like over. we're not acting like experts. Like, we don't really, we don't really know. Here's my advice um, stop acting like an expert. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like stay in your lane. If, if, you're an, if you're an expert in one thing, or maybe that's where you're regarded as, then just stay in that lane. Don't act yeah. like you know about other stuff and how things are actually going down. You know? Yeah,
5: I, I totally agree. You know, it's like, uh, you, you know who I don't ask uh, how to cook a steak? My mechanic. All right, I'll go talk to a chef. All right, people specialize in th- certain things for a reason. All right, if you, want, if you want some thought on the political infrastructure in this country, don't come to me because I have no idea. I don't know. But if you want to know who's going to go in the bottom 10 of next year's NFL draft, I'm the guy to go to. Because I might get somebody within thirty picks. I might,
4: or not, or yeah. you won't at all. It's that's like true. A, it's like a you know your your girlfriend asking the podiatrist, you know hey should I get you know a breast augmentation or bre- breast implants? It's like well uh, that's not my job or my area, but I'll gladly give you I'll gladly consult and give you my opinion if you like. Yeah, you know? yeah,
5: I agree. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I probably wouldn't have gone that comparison, but again, you, okay. you live in Florida, and it's all about that fancy stuff out there. Out here, and here in California, we wear our hard hats to work. All right, we're all about.
4: Uh, well, all Boba about doesn't ever wear any
5: caps. Or yeah, hats. That is that is true. Uh, happy yeah. Father's Day uh, to uh, Aaron, uh, who's working the show. Jonas Knox, Brady it. Quinn here so on Fox Sports Radio. See, we, we care about the clock here at Fox Sports Radio. All <laughs> right, so what we want to do, what we want to do
6: is what
5: we what we want to do, uh, because we are broadcast professionals unlike some people in the back there. Uh, we want to take a break because I want to make sure we have full time so, so we can uh, – or at least I can present to you this magic trick that is happening in front of your very eyes and ears. Uh, so that's coming up next year. Plus, I, a live bet Jesus sent out a tweet. I have no idea what he's going to bet on. There's nothing going on in the world of sports. I'll find out what it is next year on FSR.
4: I think the most important part is just being able to stuff yourself in a really small hole, you know, a really small, small box.
5: That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in a little over 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, the future of one NFL quarterback could already be decided. We will tell you who that is coming up here 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So... Um, Brady Quinn. Yes, sir. Um, There is a uh, Live Bet Jesus should be appearing here shortly. Um, That is my –
4: I'm just what saying. Is I'm, he going to bet on I have no
5: idea. I don't even oh know what's out there. It's got to
4: be tough, huh?
5: Yeah, I have no idea what's out there. I mean, just makes you wonder when he's going to show find up. Find something,
4: though, right? <laughs> oh,
1: my God. There he is. This is unbelievable. This why
5: is so early? early. I have no, no idea why he's getting this. This is here so premature, early. some would say. I, absolutely. Really premature. Isn't it always? Some would also say. <laughs> uh, Brady Quinn, uh, the lights have gone down in the studio here. There's a piece of paper falling onto the desk. Uh, and, and I will, uh, and just so you know, we're on the up and up here, Brady. When even in an early spot like this.
4: You got to prove it. That sounds like a opened uh, envelope.
5: It is tonight on the third day of May 2020 that I live bet Jesus proclaim the pick to be Yalapa. In the Nicaraguan Premiera Division soccer game. <laughs> Wait, can we, can we explain
4: quickly? This is this is why we. This is why live bet Jesus came early he needed to uh, provide us time to explain once again that do we can we get De Sager back so he could explain why there's still being soccer played Sager. in we, Nicaragua we <laughs> that's don't. because it's run by the Sandinista who overthrew
7: the government and he says that while all of the other Central American countries have hundreds of virus cases his have none only foreigners he says have brought in the virus to <laughs> I, Nicaragua
4: un, un, Unbelievable! I mean, kids this go is, back to school I, he said I, 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 hate, I hate to laugh about it but it is it is funny that's like the only country that's taken this approach
5: I mean it it's unbelievable. I mean, so Yalapa, I mean, I don't even know what the score is on that game. I don't oh know come on! They're already winning, up. of
7: course. What do you mean, Steve? What's the score, Steve? It's 90th minute, three to one.
5: Hold on a second. 90th Steve. minute. Uh, hold on. Hold, <laughs> on hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Are you, Steve? Can, are you sure about that? You sure that it's I'm in the 90th looking minute. at the
7: scoreboard? You know,
5: it's, I mean, it's, it's the
4: 90. Come on, this can't be real. You can't count this. Okay. It's not a long what do you scoreboard. Want me to
5: do? I mean, what do you what do you guys want me to do? How, I'm how can you rep-
4: bet on something that's basically over on the winning team? So, all right, so this do you sets want me- a record, ninetieth okay. minute. All right, this so, is the worst. All right, so
5: do you want me to veto it? what a scumbag! All right, do you want me to veto it?
7: And, I veto and the they're, they're playing yeah. eleven against ten because the other team's gotten a red card. <laughs> now,
5: Steve, I didn't know any of that.
6: Right. So, so that does feel
5: that does feel like Live Bet Jesus was was trying to pull a fast one on you guys. And I'm glad you, need, you guys know you out need to veto
4: this. and you need to have him select another one.
5: <laughs> we'll veto it. Send
4: down another bolt of lightning, right, another we'll, piece of paper we'll, that you crumble up.
5: We'll veto it. So so I don't know if Live Bet Jesus is out there. Uh, we're going to need another lightning bolt. Um, And and oh my god. <laughs> like this guy is uh, can you lightning believe this? Lightning
4: never strikes the same place this twice except for our show, this baby. This is
5: crazy. I mean, here he is, folks. I mean, he's right back at you. Uh, and, and again, another piece of paper falling down onto the desk here at Fox Sports Radio. It is insane. I mean, I haven't seen uh, this many pieces of paper since all the complaints Mike Florio's filed against uh, the NFL. This is crazy, Brady Quinn. But here it is, another piece of paper down onto the desk. Uh, I'm assuming that that was the only thing that he could possibly bet on, which is why he wanted to jump in so fast. So here we go. Just so you know, we're on the up and up, Brady. I'm not trying to pull games here.
4: That that sounds like the same piece of paper. That was already crumbled up.
5: (laughs) Oh, God things all over the
4: place no it's just the same bit
5: you and know, the paper well, that's true what's <laughs> <laughs> wrong same bit steve you ever seen andrew dice clay all right guys sold out madison square garden two nights yeah in or thing.
4: steve yeah. have you ever seen the the, the guys that shove their you know that, that lady in the small box they can yeah. put in a really small hole
5: yeah the magic trick steve Jonas it says. is it is tonight on the third day of may 2020 That I live bet Jesus for the first time in history make a dual appearance here on Fox Sports Radio. And I proclaim the pick to be Brady Quinn, Kuriel Igorov in Ukrainian table tennis. So there it is, Brady. Curio uh, uh, Igorov uh, Steve, is uh, in Ukrainian table too? tennis. <laughs> yeah,
7: probably. So, is this, so there this one is. underway as what's well? The Could we some of, research? What's the equivalent of 90th minute in ping pong?
4: Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you play, <laughs> 21 in ping pong? I don't know.
5: Uh, by the way, I'm terrible at ping pong. Anybody good at ping pong? Because I am awful.
4: I, I, I can play a little bit.
5: Yeah, I'm good at yeah, badminton. I play a little bit. Badminton, that's another story. But that's a, a game of Kings.
4: You know, right, bad didn't you just you texted me the other day too, like talking about badminton? Like, the, hey, it's... next time you make it out to the West Coast, let's play some badminton. Like, like, you, like man, I, and by the way, there's there's a reason why I didn't respond to the text.
5: By the way, there there is nothing more glorious in the middle of a quarantine. There's nothing more glorious when everybody is telling you you've got to practice social distancing to play badminton. It's just you and a buddy more than six feet apart, having a couple of beers out in the sun, getting a little bit of vitamin D and hitting around a shuttlecock. There's
7: nothing, nothing
5: more glorious than that in the middle of a quarantine. Brady Quinn
4: sounds like you got a lot of vitamin D then.
5: Yeah, I
7: did. Hey, final score, Jalapa wins 3-1. There was can no
5: change it, in the score from the 90th <laughs> inning. Can, can you believe it? Now, here's what's even more amazing. Um, live Bet G, the way I read it was Jalapa, uh, but Steve DeSager, obviously uh, reading it correctly, uh, Jalapa. Yeah, so well, you should
7: uh, get to know this—the uh, Spanish-speaking pronunciation. Well, not the
5: way things you are going on really should the show, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> or Honus. Yeah, not the way, uh, not, <laughs> not the way, not the way things are going. No, here's what pisses me off. It should, my okay. My in-laws, future in-laws. Well, depending on who lets us get married in this country, uh, my future in-laws. <laughs> um, they uh,
7: no in California, of, you can do well, that now. In,
5: in, instead of instead of calling me Honus, they call me Jonas, and I'm yeah. like,
7: dude, it's like Europe.
5: Yeah, but I'm not like Europe, Steve. Like it's it's it's, oh, it's the J. Sure you're the J is <laughs> you're, you're not like Europe. Absolutely not. You're majoring
7: on t- yeah. yeah. tail. I European.
5: Okay. Yeah, let me trust me. in early surgery took care of that, Brady Quinn. <laughs> don't you uh, don't worry about me. All right, uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, up next, interesting developments at quarterback in the NFL here on FSR.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
5: well 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 a team did not wait until the final minute to tell you what they thought of their potential franchise quarterback we will get into that here coming up here on just a couple of moments Jonas Knox Brady Quinn Fox Sports Radio you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on Over 200 Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are taking part in the program, we always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, he's my franchise quarterback. He's Brady Quinn.
4: Oh, Jonas! Thank you so much, man. What does that make you then? Are you like the the starting center, or because you you start everything off? You snap. You always get your hand on the ball. Is is that what it kind of is? Both. Okay. i just. I thought you were going to go a different route there, but, but no, okay. I
5: just, just. I mean, uh, yeah. You're just starting. So, you know, I I actually wanted to be an offensive lineman, uh, but uh, you know, God just wasn't having it. Just was not having it. Well, like okay,
4: first off, let's just air it all out, okay? You could have never been an offensive lineman. Thank you. Because you will not gorge yourself with food to put on weight, okay? I know, for example, I had an uncle. I know you think it's disgusting, but I had an uncle who ended up playing college ball at Brown. And I remember as a young kid, because we're we're like 14 years apart, 15 years apart, something like that, seeing him try to put on weight because his body was just not made for it. And he would eat peanut butter sandwich on top of peanut butter yeah. sandwich late at night. Dip stuff in, in all this butter, not anything to get additional calories. I mean, it was, honestly, looking back on it, was pretty <laughs> gross. But he was able between eating as much as he possibly could, five thousand, six thousand calories a day, and training really, really hard. He was able to do it, and he actually made all Ivy League, and ended up playing in um, this this you know bowl game and everything else they had for some of the best players, and so it all paid off. But you could have never done that because no. you, are, you are so vain. You are so vain. To this day, you will not eat food just because you're worried about your waist size, like Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld, where he's like trying to keep the same waist size he's had for the past 40 years.
5: I have a simple philosophy. Um, I eat to live. I don't live to eat simple philosophy Mm. you know there
4: are people who love food who would tell you that you're missing out man
5: Uh, listen look I I love food as well too I'm I'm a big Mm. fan of food Cinco de Mayo Mm. is coming up this weekend Brady Quinn or this week you know what that means
4: you're gonna Uh, drink a lot of beer no no
5: daddy's guac rising from the ashes daddy's guac is back this week and you're jealous
4: (laughs) are you are you gonna tape this this whole daddy's guac thing you got going on
5: no I don't want to give away the secrets no, I'm not. So
4: how's how anyone anyone gonna have proof that Daddy's guac went down?
5: Because I'm an honest guy, they should take my word for it.
4: That's eh, tough to do. You okay, actually like what often. Speaking of, <laughs> I would love to check back in with Steve DeSager and see our ten- table tennis matches going in the Ukraine.
7: Yeah, was the name Gregorian? I didn't quite uh, get that. Uh, I don't know. Can we get a know. spelling like, on that, yeah, Jonas?
5: I, I, I have no. I, listen, I, I, let me try and find the paper here somewhere. I found I mean, a
7: Gregorian, but he had lost six of the seven matches he's played today at this Ooh. tournament. Yeah, so, I don't know. We, oh, Kirill
8: oh. Igorov. Ig, excuse, you... excuse you? <laughs> what? Kirill Igorov. Versus Sergey did, Kinosh.
4: Did, did did Lee? Did you did you feed that to Jonas? Is this how, is this how Lee, this all Lee, went down? Lee sounds
5: like he's ordering food.
4: Why what does Lee know how to, to pronounce his name better than you do, Jonas? I don't
5: know. I have no idea. That is odd. Yeah, I have no idea. That's it's a, very, it's almost
4: very, like very someone weird. was doing some hard work behind the scenes for you.
5: Uh, no, I mean this. And I'm I'm just simply uh, I'm simply here to do a sports talk radio show. I don't want to get caught up in the drama or any of the shenanigans behind the scene. I'm just reading what's on a piece of paper that comes down okay, from the six sports matches book in the sky. today
7: for this Eggeroff guy. So, I can guess that it's something that hasn't been completed. I have to actually ask that these days. I,
5: I, I will look it up. <laughs> um, I'm going to go this ahead is and. Ridiculous. and I, I will I will look it up. Uh, I will try and find uh, exactly uh, where that piece of paper is here <laughs> on Fox Sports. C- Kirill <laughs> did,
8: did defeat Sergey three nothing in sets already. And yes, he did.
5: Uh, but I don't believe that that's the, exactly the one that he was putting. Nonetheless, we, we will get to the bottom.
4: Is that a of that loss then, Lee? Is that what you're trying to say?
8: Uh, no, I think that I think he he might have won that one. I think he was up two sets to nothing when uh, Live Bed Jesus really? bet on Korea.
4: I, I
5: don't I don't believe that that was the case. <laughs> Actually, I don't believe. Hmm. Listen, I, I feel like it might have
4: been the case. We I feel like do, Lee's really in tune with this right we now, Jonas. We, we, we should do, let Lee talk.
5: No, we shouldn't. We sh- we will <laughs> do an investigation into this. Uh, we will do an investigation into this and. Um, and, you know, we will, we will get to the bottom as to what exactly happened there with that bet. Lee it's either
4: Lee straighten this thing out or you bloviating about the Chicago Bears. So oh, which on, one hold, do you want? Hold on a second. Lee, I want to see you during the break.
5: Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so Brady Quinn um, – <laughs> This is uh, this is the conversation I want to have with you because you and, and look I'm not trying and, and the, again I don't want to call you out on this I don't want to I don't want to spread wrong information here on Fox Sports Radio because here here at FSR we like to give the accurate uh, depiction of what happened um, you and I quote said the following. Mitch Trubisky is the steal of the draft back in 2017. That's what I remembered hearing. You said that on the air. <laughs> you know now, that's I don't, true. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't know. I mean, so here we are. The Bears declined the fifth-year option, would have paid him just under 25 million dollars. Um, all jokes aside, you didn't say that. You've actually been very honest about Mitch Trubisky, and Bear fans uh, got their feelings hurt
4: um, yeah. uh, about well, your, former Bears opinion. players, <laughs> not yeah, just they, fans. They, former they, Bears players. Yeah, they
5: had their feelings hurt. Um, and 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 now, as it looks, the Bears There's, they have the made best a is they're,
4: they're nowhere to be found. No. They're nowhere to be found. not on Twitter, not Gone. on anything else. And, and and here's the thing: is it's like you know, uh,
5: the part in Shawshank where he says, "Man up and vanish like a fart in the wind." That's the Bear fans who are speaking out for Trubisky when you were critical of him.
4: Gone. Correct. Correct. Uh, not the movie reference that I would have made. Uh, really thought you'd go Jaws or Backdraft somehow there, hey. but nonetheless, we'll move Off-speed. forward yeah or, or, or speed <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway um look i've tried to stick up for mitch he's an ohio kid okay um i i've, I've met him had a chance to call uh either one or maybe two of their games and I, I like him as far as the person his work ethic everything and i've always preached this about him a guy like Dwayne haskins they only started one year in college and so they they're gonna need some time some stability and some continuity he hasn't gotten that and you know has he progressed the way they've needed him to probably not but he has showed signs of being able to be the guy that they're looking for the problem is it looks like it's just not enough and uh, i definitely didn't say that about uh, him being taken <laughs> where he was I'm in the kidding. draft I'm kidding. I'm kidding. but I, I did say i thought they were going to pick up the fifth year option here's why if you look at the new cba the one that just got put in put into um into the works for the next Uh, what, 10, 11 seasons, whatever it is now. Here's the language. Moving forward. So for the 2018 draft class, for those first-round draft picks, moving forward, when they pick up their fifth-year option after their third year of playing, it guarantees their fourth year and their fifth year. So it is a huge commitment by the team, not only because you know it's guaranteeing two years of the contract, but a big portion of that fifth year contract that's where a lot of the money is, and that's for injury guarantee or any of it here's the difference this this draft class, the one that now is coming up on all these fifth year options. this group is not a part of that. This group is grandfather clause back into the old c b a which states you can pick up their fifth year option and they can actually decide next year, right It's only guaranteed for injury, meaning. If they got injured this year couldn't pass a physical next year in March when the new league year starts then that money that big part of their rookie deal would be guaranteed for injury only but that's not the case like if these guys played this year they didn't play well and they had picked up the 5th year option they can go ahead and release them there's nothing against their cap hit they don't know any own, you know have any dead money all of that and so I thought the bears would take an opportunity to have him under contract for potentially two more years, pick up the option, and run that risk. Granted, it's a quarterback, I get that, but very rarely do we find them in the position where they can't pass a physical and they've picked up their fifth-year option. So they didn't. The writing's on the wall. This is the last year for Mitch. I still believe he'll get the first crack at it to start the season. I do believe that. And depending on how that goes, there could be a short leash and he could be out. Because it's not like Nick Foles is being paid that much for for any one of the next three years of the contract that he did with the Bears, but it is basically all guaranteed. The next 21 million of the 24 million he's owed from the Bears, that's all guaranteed. So uh, you know they owe him right now more than they do Trubisky. And in saying that, I, I think you know where the money lies. So I, if he doesn't get off to a good start, yeah. I think Nick Foles could come in early this season.
5: Yeah, and, and that's why I wonder what the plan is. I mean, I wouldn't imagine that the Bears would want to have to make a switch during the year. Um, I would assume that they would make their decision on their quarterback uh in the preseason whatever that preseason looks like and they would just go with it i, I think they want to want continuity i don't think they want to want to deal with with having you know uh, to pull trubisky at, at this point or whatever it just it feels like it's foals's job um he's gonna beat out trubisky and the bears are gonna ride with him the entire season and so i mean did they try and did they try and trade him? Did, I just I don't know what the what the future is of Trubisky there. It just feels like it's a wrap. They've identified it. Some people are giving him credit for saying, hey, at least they acknowledge their mistake. Well, it's like, sure. okay, I mean, th- that that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, look, the, they could have done what the Jaguars did. They didn't do it. So give Ryan Pace credit for that. And I know people are now seeing Andy Dalton get released and going, oh, I mean, the Bears gave up a fourth round pick. I I think they realized this early in the offseason that that Trubisky wasn't for long there. That's what I think.
4: I think if you were going to trade him, you would have picked picked up the second year option for this reason. Again, you want to give that team you're trading him to more control. And, and here's what they can also do. I mean, they can also again take. You know, they they don't have to. You know, gear, nothing's guaranteed on that fifth year option. Only for injury if you got hurt this year. So if the team's trading for them, they understand the risk that they're, that they're taking on. But they also understand they have control over him for two years. And so if they if they want to give him a look, they can give him a look for a couple years. The number is big in that fifth year. However, if he's going to be a starting quarterback, that's a bargain for what you're actually you know paying most starting quarterbacks. So uh, the economics of it, I don't know, necessarily makes sense for trying to trade him now. And especially considering if they're not signing Cam Newton, why would they sign Mitch Trubisky? Yeah. I mean, you're hoping Mitch will be a quarterback like Cam has been in this league. I think if Cam's healthy, you'd rather take Cam. Um, so, again, I, I disagree in that sense, though. Again, I, I do think Trubisky, he knows the system, as, as does Foles, but he's been away from it for a little bit, and he doesn't know the guys he's throwing to quite as well. And I think the other X factor is, in talking with the coaching staff in Jacksonville, one of the reasons why Foles didn't work in Jacksonville was their offensive line got to a point where Gardner Minshew was the better quarterback in that system because he had to move. He had to run. He had to be able to escape. That's not what Foles does. This Bears offensive line—I'd say from the center over to the left-hand side, they're pretty good. But from the center to the right, I don't know. There, there might be some issues there. Like I, I think this group could have some issues moving forward. And if that's the case, man, it's not a good sign for Foles sitting back there being a sitting duck.
5: Um, what do you, so you you've dealt with this before, where there's a quarterback competition or there's two guys going for the same job? Um, how awkward is that? When, when it's you get It's there. not
4: awkward when you have two guys who are good people, and I think they both are. They'll be professional about it. There are days though where I think each guy showcases his emotions a little bit and can kind of you know be upset or frustrated and you and you could tell you know he'll be short with the guy's competing with. That's just natural. you know it's human nature when you put so much time into it and you love what you do and you want to be the guy, those emotions come out sometimes of the person you're competing against. Um, but like like I said, I mean Nick Foles is, a, is as good of a guy as you'll find, and, and I think again bringing him in was more of a signal to me was yeah he knows the system because he was with Nagy and he's been with Bill Lazor, but it's also the fact that he's a good guy in the locker room, like he'll be able to preach and say the right things, and I actually think he believes them. So th- that's that's kind of the different scenario to me. I think if they really wanted to bring in a guy to mix it up and then to really push Mitch or to have an, a true open competition. Cam Newton would have been your guy. You know, you bring in Cam to that scenario, he's gonna light a fire into some people with how he handles himself.
5: Um, They did the same thing. Kyle Fuller, they declined his fifth year option. He came out that final year, he played really well, and then got a contract extension. He's actually turned out to be a really good cornerback. Um, This doesn't feel like the same thing, though. Like no, and 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 I
4: also wonder. You know, I asked an agent. I said, "Hey, man, what's the deal? Why why is everyone declining all these fifth year options?" Am I, you know, misreading the CBA? Like, is this because my because my theory is, you know, it, it's it's one of two things: either they don't want to negotiate a long term extension off of that fifth year option number, because if they agree to pick up the fifth year option, let's say for example, I think Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston were paid like twenty million um, for in their final year, or roughly that of their of their rookie deals. So if let's just say for example again, after uh, their their fourth year you're negotiating a long-term extension off of that number. And so you're saying to yourself, I don't know if I want to set the market at that. Like maybe this guy's not in that market and not in that caliber. I would rather set it at a lower number. So now you can you can base it off of the franchise tag, but if you're not going to use that tag on them, then, you know, again, you're not even talking at the, at the foundation level of that deal starting at that number. So it, and it sounds complicated, but the the gist of it is, you know, the franchise tag, the fifth-year option, these contracts now, they get numbers thrown in there, and it sets the table for the negotiations. If you don't have those numbers in there, then really you know both sides are just trying to come to an agreement. So I think it's, it's partially this. They don't want the risk of injury. They don't think that much of the player. And the last thing is, as far as what they could agree upon on an extension, they could probably get that player for a lower amount if he does surprise them and play really well in his fourth year.
5: That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up next here on FSR, there is a quarterback in the NFL who is looking around, trying to find an opportunity, but unfortunately there might not be an opportunity for him. We'll tell you who that is next here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. (laughs) Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
5: That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have another edition of Headline or Lie. We are looking for two participants, uh, two individuals who want to be a part of the best game show anywhere on sports radio every single Sunday night. 877-99 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369 headline or lie coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox sports radio. There is one requirement for headline or lie here on FSR. And what is that requirement from the people that want to participate? Brady Quinn,
4: they need to be absolutely buckled. Okay. Yeah. So that means at least three to five, at least three to five adult beverages consumed within the past three hours. That yeah. is what we're asking for. If you're not, the show's probably not for you. Uh, However, you can still call in and we'll gladly accept you uh, being a part of the game. It just will not be as fun. And you'll probably get partnered with Jonas and lose. Yeah,
5: that That is that is a, a fair point. So, yeah, if, if uh, you are out there uh, and just mangled on a Sunday night, uh, this is the opportunity for you to not be judged. For, to not be judged. If, if the missus is telling you, you know, your drinking's really gotten out of control, um, there is a home for you. And that home is Headline or Lie coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So there's that. Uh, By the way, uh, before we get into this discussion about a quarterback in the NFL uh, who may not be a quarterback very much longer, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer and include your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Uh, Where the hell's Cam Newton going to play football, Brady Quinn? What's going on here?
4: <laughs> What's happening? That's a, uh, it, it's a great question, and I think it has maybe as much to do with Cam as it does the teams that are out there. So yes. if we wanted to put together a list of teams that you could make the case still need a quarterback, I think we'd put definitely put Jacksonville on the list. Okay, yes. That, that mm-hmm. seems to be the one to me that I have no idea what Jay Gruden thinks of him being the play caller or Doug Marone for that matter. But to go into the season with Gardner Minshew and really – not much else behind him you feel probably confident in, that, that that would be a mistake, especially with that offensive line. So I would look at bringing him in down there. I have no idea what that price would be or what he's asking for. Uh, and I think the other thing is if you bring in Cam, he's coming in with the expectation that he's going to start. And that might not be what they want in Jacksonville. So if that's the case, maybe not a fit. Same thing for New England. I mean, they've said and the entire time they feel confident in Jared Stidham, being the guy to start this season. Now, it sounded like after the draft, though, there was a couple people there targeting, and it just didn't work out. But I think if they wanted to make it work, they would have found a way to make it work if they really felt a need. So it, it's going to be Hoyer and Stidham and potentially you know, a couple of the guys that they signed on the back end. Jamar Smith, uh, Smith I believe, is, is on the roster as well as a college free agent. Uh, and then they added another. But I, I kind of look at it, Brian Lewerke, I kind of look at it and I think to myself, New England would make some sense, but maybe not. Maybe at this point, Cam's going to wait until an injury, and that's okay. You know, if, if there's a team that has a quarterback that gets injured and they might put in their backup for a few games, but they want to bring someone in who would make some sense, Cam Newton would be a guy that I would give a long, hard look at in order to help improve my roster. So, uh, it would, you know, I, I'm not sure where else that would leave him at this point. John Grun loves collecting quarterbacks that they've got Carr, they've got Mariota. In a condensed offseason, are you really going to limit you know, the amount of reps one of those guys gets as your starter just so Cam can get some? I mean, th- that's the question you have to ask yourself now. You've put yourself and your team in a position where if you're bringing in Cam Newton, you've got to give him some reps because you've got to see what you have in him. And you have to prepare him not only to potentially be your starter, but also to be the backup if that's the case. And there's just not many of those opportunities out there right now. Yeah,
5: I think, barring an injury, I don't think he's signing with anybody. I I think he's going to wait this one out. I think he's going to wait for the perfect opportunity. Uh, He's got no interest in wanting to be a backup. I don't think that that makes him, uh, you know, arrogant and that, well, you know, I'm too good to be a backup, but. I, he in his mind he thinks look I, I I just I think I'm I should be a starting quarterback in the NFL and I'd rather wait for an opportunity than go hold a clipboard for somebody and I I have no issue with his approach in that regard either I think this situation the COVID nineteen coronavirus shutdown has hurt him because teams you know aren't able to see whether or not he's a hundred percent healthy but I also think that there's something too certain guys carry a certain aura. And they're just not the ideal backup because there's too much noise that would follow them. You can say the same thing about a guy like Tim Tebow, say the same thing about a guy like Colin Kaepernick. I think you could even say the same thing about a guy like Johnny Manziel. There's too much noise. And you know this, if if the backup's making more noise than the starter, we got a problem here.
4: Yeah, that's obviously not what they want. And, and it's one of the things where, you know, not that this is the same exact discussion, but... You know, Last year when when Baker Mayfield would go to the press conferences and address issues with, for example, the medical staff or what they should have been doing or other things that would create more stories off of that, um, the whole goal of any NFL franchise, it doesn't matter where you go, and plus, trust me, I went to enough places to know, they don't want you to create distractions. They really don't. And they don't want you to speak for other people than yourself. Just speak for yourself. You don't need to say what someone else did or what they're gonna do or what <laughs> mean, they're predicting.
5: You mean calling out the medical staff isn't the ideal thing to do as a quarterback?
4: No, no. And so, <laughs> you know, whether it's that as a starter or even a guy who's a backup, like if once they define that role, once they make that decision, they want you to do all you can to help the team, all you can to help, you know, the starter. And that's it. That's your job. And you speak for yourself and you only speak about your responsibilities and all that. It it sounds militant, but to be honest with you, the whole goal is we don't want to have to spend time with guys doing extra interviews, guys doing extra things, guys reading pl- press clippings or, or tweets and Twitter and all this stuff, and, and, and those things fracturing our team and what our goal is. We just want to constantly be focused on getting better and winning football games. That's how everyone teaches it in their own way, but they don't want distractions. So you're right. There's an element of that, but I don't think Cam Newton comes in that way with as a, as a distraction. I think what the distraction would be would be other guys within that locker room saying, "This guy's won an MVP. This guy's been to a Super Bowl. Look at this dude. I mean, look at this guy. Look how strong his arm is. Look how athletic he is." And at the first sign of falter with the starter, they might be looking their other way, saying, "Hey, man, Kim looked pretty good tearing up you know the scouting this past week. Maybe we should give him a look. Maybe we should mix him in. Like he's just he's that type of athlete, he's that type of player." So. I don't blame them for not wanting to go in and, and sit there and, and try to be yeah. a backup. Like I'll be honest with you. I hated that portion of, of my career. I hated it. You know, did I exhaust every effort of trying to you know, continue to keep playing quarterback? Probably not. I mean, injuries played a role in it at the end of my career, but it was also like, why am I continuing to do this? If I'm not going to be able to be the guy or compete to be the guy, you know, my, my opportunity with Miami and training camp, You know, they're selling me all this BS and you get in there and you're like, all right, they're just giving me a few reps in one-on-ones and scout team. That's it. Like I can't compete. And it's frustrating because you've been accustomed to trying to showcase yourself and now they're not giving you that opportunity. And that's one of the worst things is when that experience of not being the guy and, and yeah, you're, you're paid well, but it's not about the money at that point. It's about going out and playing the position. And when you're not given that opportunity, it starts to taint the whole entire experience And that's when it becomes toxic and that's when you start to say, maybe I'd rather just sit this one out and wait until there's an opportunity there where someone will give me the chance to compete or someone will give me the chance to start.
5: Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. and includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Headline or lie is up next. 877-99-ON-FOX. If you want to be a part of the number one game show anywhere on the radio every single Sunday night, 877-99-ON-FOX. That's next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears and welcome in the wonderful Steve DeSager.
7: The NFL deadline for teams to decide on fifth-year contract options is tomorrow. Just one of 2017's first-rounders is still to be decided on, Colts safety Malik Hooker, because the Cardinals reportedly said no tonight to linebacker Hassan Reddick on his fifth-year option. In fact, five of the top ten draft picks, uh, mostly this weekend from 2017, had their options declined, including running back Leonard Fournette on that list. The Chiefs agreed to terms with undrafted quarterback Shea Patterson from Michigan. Kansas City already has backup quarterback Chad Henney and former XFL QB Jordan Ta'amu, who was once a teammate of Patterson at Ole Miss. Tampa Bay re-signed tackle Josh Wells, reportedly for the veterans minimum. The NFL could go without international games this year, at least according to a report in the UK. We know the NFL will release its full 2020 schedule late this week, including preseason. We'll find out. But no international games would cost Tottenham in England, for example about $5 million. That soccer club was due to host two of the NFL games at its new stadium. The NFL's Hall of Fame game to open the exhibition season is scheduled for August the 6th. Of course, baseball's Hall of Fame has already canceled its big weekend, which was going to be in late July. Virtual NASCAR race again today on FS1 and some of the Fox affiliates and another win for William Byron, his third in the last four races. The first five races so far this year on TV using the Pro Drivers averaged over 1.1 million viewers last sunday it drew over 1.2 million next weekend's race though will be the last of the virtual kind for the pros nascar will resume regular racing without fans in attendance in two weeks on the 17th on fox tv and nascar will be in charlotte on memorial day weekend with no fans there including the coca-cola 600 on sunday the 24th south korean pro baseball due to open its season on tuesday with no fans back to you can we be
5: honest here If there's a sport that fans just aren't necessary at all at the actual event, isn't it NASCAR? And golf. yeah, like it's so loud there. You can't hear them anyways. So so what's the point? Like, they, absolutely, they should put on these events.
7: Those two Seriously. events have been talked about as the social distancing sports anyways. And the PGA Tour is hoping to return, of course, this summer, mid-June. The difference is PGA has stressed that they needed the availability of tests for the coronavirus. And they haven't talked about that at
4: all with NASCAR. Yeah, well, again, yeah, but you have to understand the pit crews are a big piece of NASCAR. I don't understand from the fan standpoint, but and they you would whittle sure those, those guys down. Are but yeah, today. exactly. Yeah.
5: No, listen. Have you ever seen Days of Thunder? You know, it gets wild there in the pit.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you know,
5: (laughs) you know. Uh, All right, Uh, Brady
4: go down.
5: (laughs) Just uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up um, twelve minutes from now here on FSR. Like normally we try and do an upbeat show here, but we were robbed of a golden opportunity this weekend. A golden opportunity this weekend. This show was robbed of. Uh, We'll tell you what that is coming up twelve minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to say. 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. It is time for this.
1: News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk.
8: What's the good news?
1: Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn.
5: All right, here we go. Headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio where Brady Quinn and I uh, team up with an individual throughout the country, possibly throughout the world, and we try and stump the other guy's partner in a little game we call Headline or Lie. Let's meet our first participant. We go all the way to the East Coast where Drew is in New York here on Fox Sports Radio.
8: Drew, what's happening? Not much, Jonas. You know, love the show. Love the show. Brady Quinn. Let's get it going. All right, Drew,
4: man, are you uh, hammered right now?
8: Yeah, Drew, what are you drinking?
4: <clears throat> I'm
8: drinking a little bit of gin and tequila and whiskey. Just a little no. bit of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
5: Yes. Yes. Yeah, what, whatever, whatever's in a mini bar I've got it's right now. It's called a Corona
4: concoction <laughs> is what that is. <laughs>
5: See, that is a Corona exactly. concoction. Uh, well done. All right, so Drew, you can team up with Brady Quinn. Or you can team up with me. Who do you want?
4: Uh,
7: I'm going to have to go with you, Jonas. Good man.
5: That's a yes. good man. That yes. is a good man. All right. So welcome to the winner circle in advance, Drew. Uh, let's go out and meet Brady Quinn's partner. And for that, we go to Brady Quinn's old stomping grounds. How about that? Denver, where Jared is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Jared, what's happening?
1: What's going on, fellas?
5: Uh, Jared, what are you drinking, man?
1: I am drinking Fireball whiskey.
4: There you just, go. Just straight. Okay. You know, he's he's in Denver, so you have to ask him he's smoking, too.
5: Uh, let me yeah yeah Jared are you uh, are you uh, you sh- uh, tickling God's feet right now by any chance no, no sir uh, okay fireball. wow so so you're the one uh, it's nice to meet you uh, there's not many of you I hear. Uh, now Jared uh, it, did anybody ever notice fireball tastes like a, a like a big giant gob of big red gum? you read big red gum, Brady Quinn. Like yeah, the of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's good. It does taste like that. Yeah, it, it's it's very good, but uh, but it can get you in trouble. Uh, all right, yeah. so um, here's how it works, guys. Uh, we are going to read a headline or a lie to each other's partner. Now, if you if you want to answer it as a headline, you must say headline. If you think it's a lie, you must say lie. Not yes or no, true or false. It is headline or lie. If we're tied at the end of this list, we go to a tiebreaker question. Easy enough. Yes, sir. All right, so here we go. I will start with Brady's partner, Jared, in Denver. Jared, headline or lie? After weapons were discovered following a traffic stop in Florida, the driver tried to tell police that the car belonged to his cousin, John Wick.
8: That's a lie. Sit down.
4: Wow. <laughs> wow. Sit down. It's, uh, it's a lie, but that, that, or it's not a lie, but it is kind of surprising. <laughs> Like, how would that work?
5: I know. What, what, like, what he he meant? Oh, sorry. I meant to say RoboCop. (laughs) What what is he thinking? What a moron.
4: All right. Here we go. Drew, headline or lie? California man seen protesting on Huntington Beach in only a banana hammock reading COVID this.
8: Oh, that's a headline.
5: Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, all right, back over to Brady's partner, uh, Jared in Denver. Jared, uh, headline or lie? Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk is calling for the arrest of Tom Brady, who was shown blowing his nose on an Instagram live story.
1: That's a headline. <laughs> I mean, it probably should be.
4: Hot starts, fellas. Hot start. I it people. probably should be a headline if we're being honest with ourselves. <laughs> All right, all right. Here we go, Drew. Headline or lie. The state of Florida reports a spike in the amount of sexual animal abuse cases, in particular with dogs.
7: Uh, I would rather stick with headline since, you
8: know, we've all been saying a headline, but I'm going to go with lie.
2: All right.
5: Woo. All right. This one on the all right. That is disturbing, if that was a headline. Uh, all right, uh, back over. This is Not Headliner Lie. Off, <laughs> no, Headliner Lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it is prom season. Headliner Lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, over to, uh, to Jared in Denver, Brady Quinn's partner here on FSR. Jared, Headliner Lie. A 62-year-old man threatened to shoot up a public supermarket because too few shoppers were wearing gloves and masks. It's got to be a
7: headline.
4: Yes. All right. We're on the board, baby. Nice (laughs) job, Jared. That sounds about right, by the way.
5: What a psychopath.
4: Uh, uh, Anyway. All right. Here we go, Drew. Headline or lie. Fox Sports radio host Clay Travis calls out NBC Sports Peter King for being absolutely wrong about COVID-19 in the state of Florida.
8: I mean, it's Clay Travis, so uh, honestly, it would be a headline, but...
7: It's it's not, because it's Clay Clay Travis. It's a lie. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on. Come on, Drew.
4: That's a headline. You can go on his Twitter feed, read <laughs> it out. as a whole deal on It's actually well done, well produced.
5: Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Jared in Denver, all tight up here on Headline or Lie. Jared in Denver, headline or lie. A former NFL quarterback now living in Fort Lauderdale was stopped by police for walking into a park with a bag of footballs. When told he better not have anybody joining him, the man said, quote, Trust me, all I do is play with myself.
4: Got to be a headline.
5: Sit down.
4: Yes. Unbelievable, <laughs> <laughs> Jared. Do you want to win this? Do you, do you want to win this game?
5: He's throwing the game.
4: Unbelievable. <laughs> you All right, sure you're here not we go, Drew. Weed? <laughs> Maybe he is. <laughs> Headline or lie, Drew? Stores nationwide are reporting a shortage of lubricants, from Hustler stores to Sprouts, from WD-40 to KY jelly.
5: Um. I'm going to have to go with headline. Oh, my God. Uh, what do you, do you Did you guys not understand the rules of the game? Uh, like, it's not go the opposite of what the answer is. You know, I mean, like, come on. Here we go. Uh, Jared in Denver. All right, getting down to the wire here. Headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Jared in Denver, Brady Quinn's partner. Headline or lie. The annual Blue Jacket Golf Tournament in Dublin, Ohio, is partnering up with a company to develop a mask that will allow golfers to open up the front vomit, and still continue to play following their 10 a.m. Jameson shots.
4: Got it. Oh, my. All right. Come what on, a, Drew. This could be a great comeback. This could be a great comeback. Come all right on, Drew. Drew. All right, Drew, it's all on you, buddy. Here we go. Headline or lie. California man arrested after being mistaken for a child sex offender during an appearance on Going Rogan Home Edition.
5: That's a lie. Oh, oh, that was close. All right. So here we go. This is the tiebreaker question. To your house, <laughs> this is a tiebreaker question here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Tiebreakers. This is how it works, guys. We're going to read the headline or the lie. The first person to buzz in with their name will have an opportunity to guess it and win the game for his part. Are you ready for this?
2: Yep.
5: Yeah. All right. Not everybody at once. All right. Headline or lie? A construction worker called in a bomb threat to a water treatment facility to get a day off work. Yeah. Alright, Jared in Denver, Brady Quinn's partner. Is that a headline or a lie?
4: Headline.
5: Damn it. Yeah! Alright, alright,
4: Jared. What a comeback. That is. Look at this crap. guy. a comeback kid. <laughs> is, uh, by the way, the guy, I don't think I've ever won an overtime one besides one other one. I know.
5: By the way, the guy calls it a bomb threat to get the day off work.
4: <laughs> like, like, i know a kid who did, did that to get out of school do you imagine crazy. the amount of trouble he got in that
5: is crazy oh my god uh all right uh brady quinn jonas knox here on fox sports radio for the geico fox sports radio studios uh coming up next uh look this show was robbed of a golden opportunity this weekend we'll tell you what it is next here on fsr that guy right over there is brady quinn i'm jonas knox this is fox sports radio and this is a bad song. Uh, coming oh, up uh, in about
4: 10 I thought we could make it through one show without you now. commenting on Bobo doing a good it's job. Just, on, on Yeah, playing ins and outs and everything it's else. Just, going on.
5: Let me tell you, it's fun. All right, Sometimes it's fun to be a little bit of fake negative. There's, Here's it, the there's problem. Is,
4: you don't like anything, though. So you That's come off point. as more whining and complaining and like... No one needs any more of that in their life right now. Listen, Trust me. No I, one needs that.
5: Listen, I specialize in two things. All right. Three things, actually. Beer dye. die. Uh, making guacamole. All right. Because you know daddy's guac. You've, I mean, listen, everybody knows daddy's guac.
4: Bicep uh, tattoos.
5: Yeah. Well, doing uh, mediocre radio. So, leave so in, guacamole. Leave,
4: leave in hair conditioner.
5: Okay. Wa- guacamole, uh, mediocre radio, and fake negativity. All
4: right. No. I am the leave in hair conditioner references to jaws and Backdraft that really don't fit the moment okay uh, obscure sports played around the world okay uh, rock bands that no one's ever heard of but you have a similar taste and your band disheveled sounded like them back in the day like, do you mean uh, like uncanny like- ability to look similar to villains in superhero oh, movies. Yeah. I could go on. I, I could keep going if you want I mean, an addiction to white V-necks or black V-necks that are way too small for you. You shouldn't be wearing.
5: Yeah, but they make my traps look good.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a huge uh, connoisseur of IPAs, yeah, something that, that you're very, very much into something. as well.
5: I found a liquor store not far from my house that, sound, that sells Kua Bay IPA from Kona. Oh, my God. If that's not one of the top three to five IPAs on the planet, then you're an a-hole. That's my thoughts.
4: Uh, okay. Think, again, just... one of the biggest Hawaii football fans I've ever yeah. met. On top of Damn that, right. Cole McDonald as well. Damn so, right. I, mean, I, I can keep going with this. If I willed
5: like. I willed that draft pick for Cole McDonald. I'm the reason he got taken as high as he did because I had him in my bottom 10. All right. So now now you mentioned sports around the world, Brady Quinn, because I do, I do feel like we got to pay off this tease here on Fox sports radio. By the way, speaking of teases 10 minutes from now, you don't have to wait for the schedule release. We're going to tell you what the NFL is doing this year. All right. We will tell you what the NFL is doing. uh, Our opinions of the NFL schedule release, and we're going to make some predictions coming up 10 minutes from now. We a, a golden opportunity that was violently ripped away from this show, taken from our cold, dead hands here on Fox Sports Radio. It would have been the second ever appearance from our... Kentucky Derby insider, A.J. Hawk, your brother-in-law. Some people That's call right. him a Super Bowl champion. Some people call him a Green Bay Packer, Ohio State great. No, no, no. We refer to him as our Kentucky Derby insider. And because there was no Kentucky Derby this weekend, we, it was taken away from us. What a bummer, man. I love the Kentucky Derby. Not having it this weekend was really like a, kind of kind of a, a shot in the ribs. It hurt. Bummed it out, hurt
4: a lot. And And I think what we missed out on was, the the run back bet yes I mean that 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 was that was the one of the best bets that no one really talks about <laughs> do you want to no explain no one cares that? about
5: <laughs> I had but no idea but it's the best it bet in all
4: the Derby and in, in any horse race really
5: uh, do you want to explain what that is because I had no idea that even existed and AJ Hawk was the first to tell us about that 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 is a real bet amongst people at the Derby to where what, what is it when the when the jockey and the horse are are coming back uh to yeah. to, to, to coming the back stable? to the stable yeah yeah you, you bet on who's going to make it there first. They don't know that they're racing. You just have money on it. And, right, so, and right. so you're yelling. If people yeah. are looking at you like, what are you guys yelling for? The it's, race is over. It, it's quite
4: possibly one of the most degenerate things ever so to do. Bad. And obviously the winner of the race usually isn't going to partake in it. But whatever other horses don't win, those horses are up for potentially winning the run-back bet. It's one of the best in horse racing.
5: It is so bad. You know it's not bad? Hour three of this show. Next.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel...
1: 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
7: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn
0: how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting
3: ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer violent on select AK
6: systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
5: You know, uh, we're not going to make you wait. I know there are some people out there that are chomping at the bit, a little horse racing term there, Brady Quinn, a chomping at the bit here on Fox sports radio and beyond because they want to know what, is the NFL schedule when it gets released later on this week. We will give you a little peek, a little glimpse into what we think may happen for the NFL schedule release, and that's coming up here in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the I Radio app and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program as always, and especially now with everything going on, we appreciate Appreciate a few minutes of your time. Uh, it is our job. It is our goal to go ahead and get your mind off things for a couple of hours. Have some fun and uh, and just kind of kick back and relax a little bit here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, my man, Brady Quinn.
4: It's been a fun show so far man. I am only um curious to see what we have in store in this next segment because the schedule release is coming out this week and I I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to look like. Like yeah. is it going to be asterisks next to everything because we don't know if the season's starting on time. We saw that report that Steve's talked about. Maybe there's no London games this year. I'm I'm sure they're they're upset about it across the pond, but they probably understand. So it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see what the schedule looks like or what contingencies they build in. However, it gives us something to talk about, man. Oh, so I man. can't wait. And I do enjoy the fact that you've done some guessing. You have thrown some things out there, haven't you?
5: Yeah. Uh so I've just kind of thought, all right, so the NFL this look People can try and say, "No, it's about you know this is sports." They don't know. They do absolutely factor in drama. They absolutely do factor in a lot of that stuff when they make these schedules. More so in the NBA, I think the NBA feeds more on drama, which is why they position certain games to start out the season. It's why when Kyrie Irving was traded to the Celtics from the Cavs, the first game of the year was Celtics-Cavs. They they do a lot of that, and I feel like the the NFL does it to a certain extent, not as much, but there are some opportunities. I'll say this before we get into just making guesses on what the schedule is going to look like. I love that the NFL is going through with it. I love it. They don't have any answers about what the future is going to look like. Why should they sit back and wait for for somebody to tell them otherwise? We're all just sort of guessing at this point in time. So I have no problem with the NFL starting free agency in the league year when they did, then doing the draft the way that they did, and then planning a season that's still months away, even though we're not sure exactly what that season is going to look like. I have
4: no issues with it whatsoever at all. Is it putting anyone in danger by by having a schedule release? It's not. No. Of course not. So why is it an issue doing it? It's not. So let's do it. Let's talk about some of the matchups. If we have to make adjustments, we will. But as you pointed out, months away. I mean, these are months away. And, And I know there's all sorts of coordination and different working parts. You know, there's. Some talk that, look, if college football doesn't go and the NFL does decide to play, maybe then they'll televise some of those games on Saturdays as opposed to Sundays. And So you have to work with networks to figure out those windows and how it's going to work. A lot of things. A lot of things are up in the air, yeah. and that's okay. <laughs> like, like Right now, we're kind of venturing into the unknown, and I, I think people should feel, one, good about the fact that at least we've got something on the horizon. We've got something to talk about. And I think we've got plans in place to make adjustments if we need to. But the best thing about it is, we're not making irrational decisions months away. We're now trying to analyze the data. We're still trying to predict. We're still trying to protect and make sure everyone is not put at harm or in harm's way or at risk. And those are all good things. So I see no problem with it whatsoever. I'm excited to see, though, what you have got planned out for some of the games or some of the matchups that you want to see. Or you're calling your shot right now. You're Babe yeah. Ruth. You've got your bat raised. You're pointing out to the outfield, over the left field fence, and you're just calling your shot right now.
5: All right, so, so here's – I'm going to throw these at you. I want you to tell me what you think of them. All right, so season opener. The season opener is is generally the team that won the Super Bowl the previous season, and they're matched up on that Thursday night game, which is tentatively sent – actually, I'm not going to say tentatively – which will happen on September 10th, the season opener – I'm calling my shot right now. It'll be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans. I'm calling my shot. Okay. Now, why do you say that matchup? Why Uh, that matchup? Because you get yourself a Deshaun Watson v. Patrick Mahomes Mm. um, and and, and look, who knows? One of those guys could have a a contract extension by then. Uh, You never know, but I think Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes, two of the quarterbacks of the future in the NFL, it feels like that's the way that it goes. Now, last year, Hey, they has anything selling-
4: happened with the Texans this offseason, too, by the way?
5: Uh, well, they've made a couple of trades. Oh, okay. It's just right. minor trades. Just, uh, you know, minor trades. Uh, but don't worry about it. Bill O'Brien's still pissed off at the Lions for not, uh, for, you know, uh, taking back a trade that was about to go down on draft night anyway. So I I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Last year, though, if you remember. The NFL 100 was a big deal. So they went to the longest rivalry in the NFL. That's why the Packers and Bears were there. Neither one of those teams were in a Super Bowl or won the Super Bowl, obviously, the year before. Oh, but it was so this a could special, be the shortest is what you're a, saying. A special one-off situation. The Chiefs, though, coming off a Super Bowl win, which, by the way, I rewatched that game the other night. It was on, it was on television. If I'm a Niners fan, I'm physically ill that they lost that game. How did they lose that game? They were dominating.
4: They That's were unbelievable. I, I mean, it's there was difficult. just a few plays here and there that made the dis- difference. Yeah. What was a wasp? Wasp was the play that ended yeah. up breaking up in the big play downfield, and that opened everything else up. As we talked about way back then, you know, the officiating may have played a little bit of a part in that a too. Choppy. You know, how was officiating? Eh, a, little a little choppy, bit, a little inconsistent.
5: Um, but uh, but I think uh, Texans Chiefs. They're on the schedule. Houston's scheduled to go to Kansas City this year. I think they they get it out of the way early. I think they put it in prime time. That'll be the season opener. What say you, Brady Quinn? What do you think about that matchup?
4: I love that matchup. I think that's one of the matchups that if you looked at the AFC and with Tom Brady now going to the NFC, you have one of the Titans, one of the all-time greats now leaving and I think you know, before any season, we would sit back, we predict, hey, oh, who's gonna win the AFC East? Out ah, the Pats, you know, who's gonna win the AFC? Tom Brady and the Patriots. Like, we're not, we're not saying that anymore. It's Patrick Mahomes now. He's the face. The Chiefs are the team. Andy Reid's the coach. That's who the favorite is now, at least in my opinion. Now, Ravens fans may be upset because the Ravens were the best team in the NFL based on the regular season, but that you know that that that's a team that's got to be able to prove it when they get the playoffs because they did not look the part. Once they got there, or were playing in the playoffs last year, so it's the Chiefs, you know, conference to lose. That's one of the faces, and Deshaun Watson to me next to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's one of the other ones. Like as we move on from Tom Brady, as we move on uh, from we've, or we've already moved on from Peyton Manning in the AFC, uh, but then eventually Ben Roethlisberger, like that's the next guy. Like, do you remember that stat where it was like, all right, every Super Bowl since would have been 17 or 18 years had been represented by Peyton Tom or Ben Roethlisberger or quote-unquote Joe Flacco until Patrick Mahomes came around
5: yeah Uh, it it was either a Manning uh, Flacco and yeah so there wasn't a lot of turnover there as far as uh, who was representing either side in the Super Bowl now look I have no I know they do the double Monday night football games let me tell you something ESPN can't even figure out who's gonna be calling the games on Monday night I'm not gonna try and guess the double Monday night games I have no idea who the hell knows what they're gonna do with that so I'll just go to the to, to another tradition, and that would be Thanksgiving. Now, now they do three games, but we know – and I'm not even going to try and guess the third game, but I'll try and guess the matchups between Dallas and Detroit. I think the Cowboys host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben mm. Roethlisberger's getting to the point to where he's got a couple of years left. If that, I think they recognize it, and I also think – The Steeler fan base, and you know this from playing against the Steelers as much as you did, that fan base isn't just a Pittsburgh fan base. That is a global fan base. There is a Steeler bar at every single place that you go to in the country. The Steelers are one of the great fan bases. If you you can draw them in on on Thanksgiving, I think the number is huge. I think Steelers at Cowboys makes a lot of sense on Thanksgiving.
4: So don't hate me, Raiders fans, because I know you feel like you've got a bigger contingent, okay? Uh, it's not as big as the Steelers. Not as okay. close. Okay, Steeler not Nation is the biggest. I promise you, from having played against them so many times and then you know hosting them in Cleveland, uh, especially if the season wasn't going well, there would be more Steelers fans than there would be Cleveland fans. Every player that's played in Pittsburgh would tell you that. They have a tremendous following throughout the country, and as you pointed out, they also like their booze and their beer. And so there's <laughs> usually a local bar where there's a Yinzer, someone from oh, Pittsburgh yeah. who would be out there, you know, selling some of the uh the, the the gold that is Yingling, right? One of the greatest, the oldest American lager there is in this country. Little Iron City. There will City. be someone there.
5: Iron City beer, Iron City Light. Uh know? Pottsville
4: PA. But yeah. 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 Uh, all right, I'm not sure uh, what you're talking about. Uh,
5: listen, uh, Iron City, you know, it's a beer in Pittsburgh. Have you been uh, to Pittsburgh before? Yeah. Are you, you acting yeah, like you've times. been to the state of
4: Pennsylvania yeah. and you never I, have?
5: Listen, I'm a Penguins fan, all right? I, I've traveled there. I, like, I've gone to see Penguins games in Oh, Pittsburgh. yeah. Don't you have yeah. a Penguins jersey? I do, from the great Jack Johnson.
4: Nice. Somebody yeah. inscribed it for you, too, didn't
5: Absolutely. He? Called me a PW. Still trying to figure out what that meant. Maybe somebody can help me out with that. Somebody in the family.
4: Yeah, prize winner. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Something like that. Big big winner.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. So the the other – no, it's a P. Very certain of that. Uh, So the other game that I'm going to try and guess for you here, the Detroit Lions Thanksgiving tradition. The Detroit Lions, I think they will host – the tampa bay buccaneers
4: Ooh, i like how many times have we
5: seen if any tom brady on thanksgiving i don't recall a lot of times getting to see tom brady on thanksgiving i think this is this is a chance for them to present tom brady final opportunity possibly at detroit against his former defensive coordinator matt patricia i think bucks at lions the other thanksgiving matchup outside of steelers cowboys
4: I like that matchup. That, by the way, that was a tough defense for Tom Brady last year, uh, for the New England Patriots. Maybe it'll be different for the Bucks, but I like that matchup. I, I just like the fact that too we could get some older guys, you know, up there if they play the way they're capable of. Maybe they're taking a big old bite of that, that turkey leg, you know? <laughs> I, I Especially the way Ben Roethlisberger looks right now with the beard and all the facial hair. Oh, no kidding. I could, I could just imagine that thing still growing out, almost like Brett Kiesel back in the day for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. And he's just got that, that turkey juice and skin and stuff stuck in the beard. He's just chomping mm. away, answering questions from oh, everyone so on the set. That, that would be ideal. And then another side... Uh, Tom would politely decline because he doesn't eat that, right? He's, he's on a no. strictly plant-based diet. He does not put that in his body. Maybe they have got some tofu turkey for him. Yeah or maybe. some other alternative turkey.
5: Yeah, I agree. Uh, something something with, uh, with not a lot of carbs or sugar or sodium or anything included. Now I want to ask you this because there's a lot of this stuff that, that we can dive into. You sort of threw out the idea which team's gonna have the most primetime games. Which team, if you had to bet right now, you got to pick one team that's going to have the most primetime games when the schedule is released. And this is, without knowing flexing, and that's all done later on in the year, team with the most primetime games when the schedule gets released later on
4: this week. Well, let let me pull back the curtain for a second, okay? This is what they use to factor in, to determine how many primetime games you get, okay? Here's the list. A, are you good, okay? If they think you're going to be good, you're going to have a lot of primetime games. Correct. Do you have to be in a big market for that to be the case? You actually don't. Okay. You can be a smaller market team like the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I promise you, I'm going to set their over under. Okay. They're over under at five and a half primetime games. I wow. think they take the over. I think they hit six. I think the 49ers and I think the Bucks are both going to have, I would say, five and six primetime games apiece between the two of them. The biggest question is going to be Baltimore in the AFC, yeah. and then Kansas City. I think they'll probably be six and five apiece. They'll each have a Thursday night. They'll each have a Monday night. There'll be multiple Sunday nights. I think at least two that could be uh, getting flexed. And and look at that. At that point, you know maybe it's, it ends up being three. So maybe maybe six sounds like a big number. Maybe five is more legitimate. But I would say every one of those teams I just named will have five primetime games.
5: All right. You just eliminated. So Baltimore was the other team I thought about. Uh, You just eliminated two teams that I threw out there uh, in in going over this, which teams would be in contention for the most primetime games. Uh, Because I don't think either one of these teams qualify in the Department of Good. uh, The Raiders and Rams. The only reason I threw those teams out there is they've got brand new stadiums. It's Las Vegas, all the lights. uh, It felt like that would be something that would pop on the television. The Raiders playing in Las Vegas, brand new stadium, similar to the Rams and their brand new stadium. But I'm not sure how good either one of those teams are going to be like, I don't know that the Rams are going to be above a 500 team based on what's happened there in the division that they're in. And I have no idea what to expect from the Raiders who melted down later on in the season last year. And they're in a a difficult decision in my mind. So uh, a difficult division rather in my mind. So I'm not sure what to make of the Raiders and Rams. Mm, Although
4: I'll I'll tell you what to make of it. Here's what you make of it. What's going to happen for LV Raiders. They're going to have three primetime games. Those three primetime games they're going to come within the first 12 weeks of the season, okay? (laughs) And reason being is they're not really sure how good they'll be, so they might have a Thursday (laughs) night and again a Monday night, and then they'll schedule them for a Sunday night, Uh... and then after that, they'll allow for flex scheduling. So that is how that's going to work for the Las Vegas Raiders.
5: Okay, all right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so this is what I want to ask you. This is impromptu on the air. I have some other thoughts on potential things that could happen with the schedule. Do you want to hear them next? Or do you want me to call out people who are believing a narrative being passed around in the world of sports? little wheel of Brady here. You go ahead and choose. Do you want to hear these other matchups, these primetime matchups Mm -hmm. that I've I've spotted that could be coming on the schedule later this week? Or do you want me to call some people out in the world
4: of sports? You choose. I want you to do both and okay, I want you to good. figure out how to make both work.
5: All right, so I will figure out how to make both of those work. Uh Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What you can expect on a schedule release from the NFL later on this week. We've got more of it next year on FSR.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming.
3: Offer valid on select AK system sets
6: through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
5: That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeart Radio app. Coming up in a little over five minutes from now, here on Fox Sports Radio, we have got another edition of Over Unders here on FSR that will include an actual sporting event. That's so an right. actual sporting event That's coming right. up. Uh, we will have that for you, here coming up in a little over five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. And Jonas, uh, Radio can Quinn, I just uh, thank you real quick? Before we get into more of this uh, schedule release, I would just encourage you uh,
4: oh, yeah. here we go. Not,
5: not, not to... Uh, if you feel something uh, above your shoulders and, and attached to your elbows and your wrists and it feels like you're, you don't have much control over it, um, it's the puppet strings mm. that, that, are, that are being used to dictate the reactions to the last dance as people watch along and we sort of, I don't know, kind of rewrite certain parts of history from 20 to 25 years ago. I would just encourage people to, to understand it's a television show. Uh, when they say documentary, it is one version of somebody portion of the truth and not to take everything from it. And that's been a little bothersome to me.
4: uh, Okay, what parts? Uh, You can't make that statement and not explain yourself.
5: Okay, here's why. I was hoping I didn't have to explain myself. Here's why. Um, I feel like they're picking and choosing certain things, okay? They're, they're, they're sort of leading the witness uh, when it comes to this stuff. The first couple episodes you watched, Jerry Krause was made out to be the biggest imbecile, uh, the biggest uh, scumbag. He ruined the dynasty, so on and so forth. Then you get to last weekend, and all of a sudden, it's Jerry Krause who discovered Phil Jackson and Jerry Krause who discovered Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. But they did dive into how Phil Jackson and Jerry Krause went their separate ways. I mean, I just think anyone who's a Chicago sports fan would tell you how that ended was not how I think anyone envisioned it or how most people would have handled a guy who had brought you, what, five, six championships, six championships.
5: But but then then the stuff with the Pistons. Like, are, are we going to sit here and, and people are really going to go with, man, the Pistons were bad for the NBA, bad for the NBA. Well, who they said won? that? Well, th- that was a lot of the conversation afterwards. Like, man, the Pistons oh, we were go. dirty. It, this is you the reading Pistons a couple were, of tweets it, on Twitter. Listen, no, no, no. This is this is what people came away with. Isaiah Thomas was a poor sport because he didn't shake hands. All of a sudden, a handshake means you got to hold a grudge for 30 years. I, got, <laughs> I, I thought they did him dirty, just like they did Jerry Krause dirty. That's what I think.
4: Uh, I wouldn't look at it that way. I mean, any documentary has to create or form a narrative, and that's what they're doing with you know these, these back-to-back episodes. I think more than anything else, and I've said this to you all along, this has to be an eye-opening experience for a lot of young people who are LeBron fans and who have not seen basketball played this same way. And it's refreshing to me, man. It's so much fun to talk to... You know, sometimes it's just other people who've got kids or a little older that are saying, "Man, this is so neat! Like I didn't know basketball was played like that back then." You're like, "Yeah, that's why." Like you talk about load management, guys would have needed to take nights off because they were getting beat up so bad by some of these teams how physical they <laughs> played. It. So it's I've loved every part of it. I could care less about people's different narratives. But I think the one thing that I discovered looking back on it was. How good Isaiah Thomas was, oh my God, and, and how little attention he got, I mean, obviously, the dream team' snub is one thing it, it didn 't really make much sense. Uh, I do find it hilarious that so many people at the time had no idea that Christian Leitner was on it as the, one of the most decorated ever college basketball players, and they threw a fit about it, and then even some you know who do find out they 're like, well, you know, Shaq was." Right up there for consideration, too. And it's like, look, dude, how many final fours did Leitner go to? Four? Yeah. Winning two national championships and hit arguably the greatest shot of all time. Like, let's just pump the brakes there. Leitner had the better college career. Shaq had the better professional career. 100%. There's no doubt about it.
5: Totally agree. I, I totally agree. And Leitner, you could actually make an argument, is one of the – there was there was this I, – I don't know if it was a, a bracket or a tournament that they came up with. I think it might have been ESPN who had this, where they voted Michael Jordan as the greatest college player of all time. Michael Jordan didn't sniff Christian Leitner's college career. That's a fact. Christian Laettner is a top, I would say he's a probably a top five collegiate career in the history of basketball. And Laettner, look, he, he didn't have the same career that he had at Duke in the NBA, but he made an all-star game, and you know how this goes. If you can call yourself an all-star, for the rest of your life, you're an all-star, and that carries weight. So I don't think his NBA career was was as bad as some people make it out to be. He played, I, I think, 12, 13 years in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken, but Laettner was Awesome, Absolutely awesome what he did in college. And, yeah, that shot against Kentucky is one of the great sports moments in the history of not just college basketball but beyond. Leitner was fantastic. He deserved that dream team spot. He did.
4: No, there's no doubt, especially for for where he was coming from. So, I I mean, look, that was just one of many things that I think has created uh, some dialogue after the show's. And 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 is it unfair in some ways to some different people involved? Sure, like the Isaiah Thomas thing, and they did not draw attention to it. The Celtics then shake their hands when yeah. you know the Pistons surpass them. So you see some of that stuff. I think they're trying to paint a, a, a broad brush and a general picture to give people some context, but they do have to create a narrative. You do realize that, right?
5: No, I mean I get it. I just I I hope that people don't take it as gospel. I hope that they're that people are smart enough to go it's a TV show uh, just like Tiger King Tiger King's not gonna tell you the entirety of the story they're gonna try and tell you the most interesting story so when I lo- I love documentaries but I also I also am, am smart enough to know it doesn't mean that it's everything that happened it's their version and their idea of what happened
4: well so, yeah basically the saying. editor I mean the, yeah. the editor is gonna be the biggest portion of all cutting up all the film and creating it into what it is uh, uh, you know deciding what's what's s- hot what's not s- and all that. S-
5: speaking of which did you see Andrew Hawkins impersonation of Dennis Rodman.
4: <laughs> it was pretty spot oh on. Oh
5: my god! Oh my
4: god! He's carved out a nice niche for himself. Has, by the way, man. when does that become the thing now in social media? Like between Frank Caliendo, you know Andrew Hawkins, um, Joey Molinero, like the, the guy from Barstool, like everyone's just doing impressions now of people, yeah. and like people are fascinated by it. And I'm like, okay, but like, wouldn't you just rather see the real guy do it? No? Yeah, no, that's okay. true. I
5: mean, look, it, it's why it's why I stopped doing my Bryant Gumbel and Chris Collinsworth because I felt like I was taken away from their fame.
4: Well, maybe your Collinsworth was spot on. The other yeah. one I really enjoyed was the Brian Williams. I think um, it was the Brian Williams one. Well, Brian uh, during Hurricane Katrina.
5: Well, no, that was that was the story. Brian Williams of NBC told a story that he was uh, at his hotel in New Orleans and he saw a body floating across. Uh, you know, and then it was found to be uh, not true at all. That was actually made up. There was no corpse uh, floating across him uh, in New Orleans. That was all just sort of thrown in there as as an added detail that didn't need to be there. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Brady Quinn. All right, so uh, so the schedule. So we, the, the schedule release. All right, we will get to more of that here uh, coming up uh, later on. We got headline or we got over unders here uh, coming up next here. But before we get to over unders on Fox Sports Radio, it is Steve Desager for all the latest. From around the world of sports.
7: Yeah, the NFL will release its full 2020 schedule late this week, including preseason. The season opener penciled in for September the 10th. The league could go without international games this year, according to a report in the UK that would cost Tottenham in England about $5 million. The soccer club was due to host two of the NFL games at its new stadium. The NFL has looked at many scheduling contingency plans, of course, because of the coronavirus, but is planning to start the season on time. All team buildings will remain closed until every state with the NFL lifts its stay-at-home mandate. Teams are prepared to conduct their off-season workouts and June minicamps virtually. The Chiefs agreed to terms with undrafted quarterback Shea Patterson from Michigan. The NFL deadline for teams to decide on fifth-year contract options is tomorrow. One of the last decisions was Arizona's, and the Cardinals reportedly tonight have said no to the fifth-year option on linebacker Hassan Reddick. By the way, another virtual NASCAR win today on FS1 for William Byron, his third in the last four races. Next weekend's race will be the last of the virtual ones for the pros. Next Sunday, they'll race on a track that's been closed for years, North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. NASCAR will resume regular racing without fans in two weeks on the 17th on Fox TV after about two months off. Formula One racing, by the way, hopes to finally start its season in July at the Austrian Grand Prix. Austria had only about 40 new cases of the virus yesterday. South Korean pro baseball is still due to open its season on Tuesday with no fans. Uh, new rules for for South Korea, sports include no spitting, no high fives or handshakes. South Korea only had uh, under 15 new virus cases this past day. The U.S. had over 26,000 new cases. By the way, they were having a hard time stopping the whole spitting on the baseball field during the exhibition games. It was just force of habit with some of the players. Some of them actually wound up apologizing afterwards. Yeah. But umpires are going to have to wear gloves and masks. And if the players are in the clubhouse, they're going to have to wear a mask. Back like, here.
5: Isn't that the rule? When you play baseball, you have to spit? Spit and and like, crash, and, like, yeah. and like and like and uh, like you know like uh, you know move move some First things off, around. If you, <laughs> you know what can't
4: I mean? spit a certain way in baseball, you're kind of looked down upon as, as from other baseball players. That like is there's true. a hierarchy of spitters, and especially how guys chew seeds, eat seeds. Mm-hmm. What kind of dip? What kind of chew? I mean, there's a whole whole different world when it comes to baseball and that sort of thing. So. Yes, spitting and then even the the form and the the technical way in which you spit, all of that's evaluated and all that's being judged.
5: But I feel bad for the guys who got to clean up the dugout. Like don't the players like the, the hose it down, on around, man. You just
4: hose it down. You just I mean, spray that thing on down.
5: You, you can't you can't have like a Gatorade cup and spit your seeds into a Gatorade cup. Just hose cup. it down, man.
7: Hey, I like, played for a high on. school baseball team where we had to clean our own dugouts, and that meant that we had to clean the visitors as well. And when Ooh. there was a, when there was a lot of chew with a particular opponent, you know, you'd rather do the baseline. Steve, I'll just did, leave it that way.
5: Didn't you get popped for PEDs? Yeah, that's right. Uh, thought, that's me that? all over. <laughs> he, yes. he was, Steve was no. the first active PED case in Southern <laughs> California high school sports. <laughs> Just the most reckless uh-huh. thing I could think of at that moment. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> all right, we are coming to you live here uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will continue with uh, a preview of the NFL schedule release. We're kind of calling our shot, making some predictions. More of that 10 minutes from now. Now, right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this.
1: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. And for
5: that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap to
8: find out how we did last week and what the hell is going on this week. Lee? All right, you guys, looking back at last week, we had asked number of teams we'd see open up their practice facilities in the NBA at two and a half. Jonas, you had taken the under. Brady had taken the over, and of course, no NBA teams did open their practice facilities this week. We might see some coming up this week. But you know what, Lee? In my defense,
4: it was for the optimistic view of this whole thing. I wanted them to open so we could talk about some NBA. And
5: and Lee, I actually think we should both be given a point here because I we said it afterwards. Don't you get the feeling like players are gonna pull some stuff here? Like NBA sure. players are gonna say, right. and we did, we did say that afterwards. And lo and behold, it took less than twenty four hours, and players were like, no, hold on, <laughs> hold on, we're not going anywhere.
4: <laughs> it, it is interesting when you hear kind of the different perspectives. There's some athletes who are chomping at the bit to go back oh, and it's play. So funny. Not, not the NBA. No, not the NBA. No. Nope, nope, no. nope, nope.
8: Lastly, you guys, we had uh, looked ahead to see Tony Romo was going to be playing in a golf invitational, and we asked uh, 10.5 placement for Tony Romo in this uh, in this golfing invitational. Jonas, you had taken the over for 10.5. Brady, you had taken the under. He actually finished at plus 20 in 39th place. So that Whoa. Was- <laughs> yeah.
4: He's losing his golf game swag? What's happening there? Sit
8: down.
4: I guess I, I should have known that he hasn't been able to play much, obviously, with everything going on, so maybe that impacted his game that much.
8: Yeah, sit down. Sit down, Tony. So that was a clean sweep for Jonas this week. But real quick, before uh, before we go on to oh, next
4: congratulations, week. Congratulations,
8: Jonas. Thank you, thank you Brady. Bo- Bobo Happy wanted, birthday. Bobo <laughs> had wanted me to let you guys know uh, we had bet uh, last week on over under three and a half posts from Bobo on Instagram about his shoes. I only found one. So uh, Bobo wanted oh, to let Oh, Bobo
4: making a statement. All yeah. right. I see you, Bobo. Yeah. I see what you did there, buddy.
5: You know what I can't stand? What's and that? We're, we're not on the air right now, so I can say this. <laughs> sure, go for I, it. I, I'm so sick and tired of, of going on Bobo's Instagram stories and seeing him singing while he holds his phone some <laughs> dumb song in the studio he works at. I'm so tired of it. And because we're not on the air, I can say that. I can well, say that. I can, I'm also, sick of
8: it. I can also say this. It has nothing to do, and it's not for you. So I don't care <laughs> can what I you ask this think. Block me then, Bobo. Who is it Block for? Block my ass. If it's,
4: if it's not for Jonas, who is it for?
8: <laughs> um, The truth? Yeah. Uh to be honest with you, there's very few of us that actually go to work in that studio. So, it's used to show that we're still vibrant and we're still al- mm. alive and having fun
4: at the station. To be honest with Can't you. Can't yeah. you just send that like as a message to certain yeah. people <laughs> out there? Like, it's not the like, same. the people you work yeah. with or your friends, like it's why not the are same like we don't work there so why hey, do we have to be subjected to watch well, that hey, just
8: because hey, you don't like it don't mean nobody hey, else likes it. i mean hey, if you were
4: singing somewhere else i'd be perfectly fine with that hey, but like hey. i don't really i mean it's a it's a competitor to me man like hey, it kind of bo- makes me more angry uh, bobo
5: bobo here's here's just here's how it works man and, and listen i i hate to do this again we're not on the air so i can have this conversation no more of it and if people ask why you stopped, you just say i was told not to do it anymore from uncle brady and aunt jonas okay all right? well then i'll just That's say this is. for
8: those that do happen to follow my instagram at aaron r now, I'm going to continue to do it. Just don't right, watch good. it. And I'm not singing. I'm lip singing. All right, <laughs> All right you guys. On to next Goin week. In. And boom goes the dynamite. You racist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lee. What were you saying? <laughs> Over-unders for this week, you guys. NFL schedule is going to be released, and we're looking forward to it. We had asked about primetime games for the likes of the Raiders. Um, how about the Rams? Primetime games we'll see for the Rams this season. Two and a half. Over. <sighs> I'll take the under.
4: Big market. I think you've also got to look at the fact that the NFC has a lot of really, you know, a lot of parity good teams. I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the over.
5: Okay, now I have to do this, because, and I don't want to do this, but I have to do it because Brady has been known to pull things like this. If the Rams get flexed into a primetime game that, that puts him over... No, that no, no, counts. no, 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 it does not. That this, counts. It, no, this is the initial release yes. of the schedule. <laughs> okay, <Does laughs> that he right? count for flex? Because Brady will literally keep track of this, and people think I'm making this up. He will keep track of this, and if the Rams get flexed to a, a night game in week 14 on a Sunday night, he will then go back retroactively and count it as a win for him. So I need to know right now before, I make my pick.
4: You know what? It, I'm going to waive my right to retroactively come back. I'm still taking the over. They get right. three primetime games.
8: I'll take the under. All right, you guys. Thirty thousand miles over under. That's the most distance scheduled to travel for an NFL team. Thirty thousand miles under.
4: Um, what was Seattle last year? They were a lot La- right.
8: Last year, the the highest oh, was yeah, the Raiders right. at thirty-two thousand.
5: Who's Seattle playing this year? Who's the NFC West got this yeah. year? Who's the AFC match? Come on, Lee.
4: Who are they playing this year? (laughs) Actually,
5: you know, I have it right here. Uh, Damn it. They're the AFC East. Yeah,
4: I'm going to take the over because I think Seattle hit it.
5: I already said the under, so I'll take the under. Damn it. They're playing at Washington. Oh man, uh, and Atlanta. All right, that's a wrap. All right, so give that one to Brady already. All right, go ahead. (laughs) All right, right, you guys. Five
8: point nine million over under viewers of episodes five and six of the Last Dance. That'll be the average. So last week, episodes three and four averaged five point nine. It was just a slight drop off from six point one the week before.
5: I'll go the over because ESPN will lie about it.
4: (laughs) <laughs> how how are they measuring this is, is it only for the actual live showing or like it's, during the week
8: it's uh viewers across espn and espn 2 and it's based off the nielsen reporting
4: Oh, okay oh man so i'm not even included in that um i'm gonna take the i think it's over i think what we found out is there's like a very avid you know fan base that wants to watch this but yeah. like that number is not gonna spike and it's not gonna get too much lower so i'm gonna take the over slightly
8: All right, you guys. Two and a half over under two and a half. We have action this week. Rounds fought between Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson at UFC 249. Rounds?
4: Under.
5: Under.
8: Yeah, come on.
4: Well, Uh, I have to agree with Jonas on this because I have no I I didn't even know UFC was coming back. Yeah.
5: Listen, (laughs) let me tell you something. Like, everybody wants Khabib, Tony Ferguson. Justin Gaethje... Is a savage, and he just goes out Ooh. there and does not dodge punches. Oh, yeah. He's going to get more. knocked out. Tell or, me more. Or he's putting someone, or he's putting somebody to sleep. Uh, it is under two and a oh, half. And yeah. Tony Ferguson with those elbows, those sharp elbows, and his unorthodox fighting style. It's going to be a wild one. Give me the under, Lee.
4: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Love it. You know what? Uh, it, Jonas talked me into it. Take, I, I'm going to take the over.
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're such a d bag. <laughs> Ah, uh, all right, Lee. What all else right. we got? All right,
8: you guys. Lastly, fourteen million average amount per season. Jadavian Clowney signs for this week, and if he doesn't sign, it's under.
4: Oh, under.
5: Yeah, I'll take the under too. I don't think uh, that's a weird one. Do you think Jadavian Clowney uh, 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 overthought himself in the market, Brady? Do you think that might have happened? I here? mean,
4: <laughs> the problem is is you can think whatever you want you're worth. Uh, the market's going to dictate what you're worth. And outside of the Seahawks, I don't know if there's a ton of teams really knocking down the door for him. At least wanting to pay him that much. Rumors um, are the
8: Titans are are in it, but offering much less than the Seahawks. Yeah, sure.
4: Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I just I don't I don't foresee him signing for more than that. And and, and I've said this before. He should sign a, a short deal. He should sign another one year deal. And keep signing one-year deals, betting on himself, and proving to himself that he can be the player he thinks he is, and then he can go cash in on it.
5: There it is. That is another edition of Over-Unders here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Coming up next, we will conclude our preview into the NFL schedule release. That's yours here on FSR. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, check out the show on the I Radio app. Uh, coming up in 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, it is Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier. They will be taking over the airwaves here on FSR. Make sure you check those guys out here. Coming up 10 minutes from now, uh, before we get to uh, more of the... That was not me, Arnie. So do not harass me afterwards uh, and yell at me. That was not me who played the Who drop. It was not right? me
4: either. Just for the record that was also not me not it
5: was neither one of us uh that's bobo
4: that's who that is
5: uh before Uh, i'll I'll drive
4: the bus i'll run right over you bobo i will Uh,
5: by the way we're gonna get to the schedule release there's a gentleman who uh who is upset with me because i said i can do a Bryant gumbel impression and i didn't actually do it um, so, but here's the thing: I can't do it unless Brady asks me to do it. I'm his wind-up toy. If he winds me up, I'll 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 be glad to go. But unless Brady asks me to do that, or Chris Collinsworth, I can't do it. That's just the rules. Just yep. saying.
4: Yep. That's the unfortunate that, rules.
5: That is, those are the rules. Those, those are, are the, the rules. rules. Yep. Maybe you want to ask me. Uh, those just uh, those are the rules here, though. Uh, on Fox Those are the rules. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. And include your FICO credit. Score And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. The NFL will release its schedule for 2020 coming up later on this week. We have sort of uh, thrown around some ideas, what we think might be the first game Thanksgiving games, who's going to have the most primetime games. Uh, Here's some other primetime game guesses for you. And I want you to see what you think of these. Um, Here are games that I believe they're going to put in primetime because of the storylines that are attached. 49ers at Patriots. What do you think about that? 49ers I, Patriots.
4: I, at no, Valentine's I time. could I could definitely see that. There's a lot of storylines attached to it. Um, what do you want to talk about? You know, Shanahan and and his previous experience playing against the Patriots. Garoppolo being the former quarterback there in New England, uh, backing up to Tom Brady, and just everything. Even John Lynch, you know, him trying to inquire about Tom Brady, and then when he became a free agent. You know, potentially talking about that a little bit. I just think there's a lot of different storylines that really go along for both those teams. And and by the way, we know San Francisco is going to be. We think New England might still be competitive as well.
5: Yeah, uh, here's here's another one for you. Either Brown Steelers matchup is going on primetime.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> Based I, on I what would we say saw. <laughs> I I bet I bet Brown Steelers. And I'll be curious to see what the Thursday night football games look like because they used to use those for divisional games, and I think they started to realize. These are too important. Like, I don't know that we want that on a short week because there has been a decisive advantage to the home team on short weeks. But I could see one of those games being primetime then, and I definitely see it being one early, either Monday night football or Sunday night football for uh, for Browns and the Steelers.
5: Uh, the Packers are at the Bucks. uh Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I see that as being a primetime game. Oh, also- yeah. Uh, either Saints-Bucks matchup, uh, Breeze versus Brady is going to be in primetime. time. has ooh,
4: to be. Ooh, and just Jameis
5: yeah, roaming has the sidelines. Oh, yeah, just, that's true. I didn't even think about Jameis. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, he's going to be there too. Um, um, it'll be interesting to see, by the way, if there's no college football. I wonder if Saturday now becomes a primetime window too for the NFL.
5: I don't even want to think no college football. Please I don't know. do that. I don't want to think I know. no college football. Uh, you know
4: who else doesn't want to think that? The NBA? Because if yeah. they try to keep pushing <laughs> pushing their season right. and it falls in with college football, that could be a disaster for them.
5: Uh, also, I think dolphins Bengals will be put on later in the year because I think it will increase the odds of a Tua-Burrow matchup. How about that? Tua versus Burrow. I,
4: I, I could I could see that being the case. I mean, regardless, you've got the narrative, right? So yeah. you you've always got that there. Yeah.
5: Uh, Brady Quinn, you are fantastic tonight, as you are every other night. Let's
1: do it again next week. What do you say?
4: I think the most important part is just being able to stuff yourself in a really small hole.
1: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.